0: Yes, hello. I am James Rowland, and today is the WNR 485. It's be NXT Great American Bash. It's also NXT Update, but with only just three episodes, I don't really count it. But I'm not alone, rambling to myself. I have a pleasure to be joined by our resident NXT expert and New Japan deity. It is, of course, Monty. How's it going? It's that time of the month again.
1: Yes, that time of the month again. We got a really good special. I'm just excited to talk about everything that's been going on. And uh I don't want to spoil anything. Cause she could not make her debut. But my wonderful daughter may make her uh, podcast debut here. So it would be only fitting that it happens on an update for NXT or, you know, like you said, a little catch-up for Great American Bass. But I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, but it'll just, it just be like babies talking to each other. It'll be fine. You know, like I said, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and- This is why we do live, folks. This is what... Our dedication to you. Monty here uh, for that. Uh, But we're going to start with a bit of sad news, uh, as kind of seems to be the case recently, uh, and the recent passing of Adrian Street. Now, if anybody doesn't know the name, he was born the son of a coal miner in Wales, he enjoyed nearly a 60-year career that spanned the globe as a flamboyant-style entertained audience and reimagined what was possible in sports, entertainment, uh, the bold fashion, you know, coming to the ring. People, I, I, I try to explain it to other people, Monty, and it's really, really difficult. Uh, to This guy who had a career throughout the UK, Germany, Mexico, Canada, uh, setting up in Birmingham, Alabama, a continental championship wrestling. He somehow wrestled between 12,000 and 15,000 matches, but his influence was beyond the ring. Uh, you know, when he's credited with designing the gear worn by Mick Foley's Dude Love during his rivalry, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not only that, but we would not have any flamboyant think you know, gold dust or I'm trying to think of anybody else ever, you know, like to have this. Adrian east... Adonis. <laughs> 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 yeah, have, the, I don't think impact, we have any yeah. of
1: them. Like you said, nothing flamboyant at all probably, you know. I don't even know if you have any face paint, almost, if you see what I'm trying to say, like with makeup. You probably wouldn't even have that. He broke a lot of barriers.
0: And especially for the time period as well, you know. This is saying, there's a couple of really good documentaries about him, uh, one on the networks to so go check it out. But, again, we can't put into words the kind of flamboyant nature of kind of what he looks like as well, you know. Uh, it's, it's just the, the way he was. There, uh, there was a story with, I think, Willie Regal said, uh, when he went at NXT and he came down to look at the talent promo class. Uh, and Regal said, what do you think of the promo? And he goes, you what? And he gets out he says, what? My physique took off his T-shirt and started measuring his muscles with a tape measure he had in his pocket. Uh, and that was, that was him, you know, just 10 years ago. So uh, it really, really is incredible, you know, and he definitely will be missed.
1: Agree, agreed. to." Hundred percent legend. Somebody I wasn't the most familiar with, but when it's like that for me and is in this business, I tend to go off what you like, like what you said, what a lot of the people in the industry say about him, and everyone had glowing things to say. So it was really a tough loss. Again, we're all a big family when we're fans or a part of the wrestling business. So it's always sucks when uh when when someone passed away, but uh you know again, absolute legend. broke barriers, and we wouldn't have a lot in professional wrestling if it wasn't for people like that. We're willing to do anything and do uh, things that are outside of the box, not just be your, your basic or generic wrestler that get lost in time. He'll be remembered forever.
0: We're at that, Like I said, it's a shame losing him, losing the Iron Sheet recently as well. Like I said, guys who kind of redefined the business as we know, it created characters that people could then take on for years to come. I don't want to go on a tangent even about like kind of British wrestling and the kind of influence that he's had throughout. But, yeah, he definitely will be missed. But we're going to try and cheer everybody up, because like we said, we've got a great American Bash coming. But before that, a couple of episodes XT starting July 18th, and the NXT champs started the show. Kamala Hayes blamed Elia off for costing him and Trick Williams' the main event last week. The ZAR made it clear he was doing what he needed in order to finally fight for the NXT championship. For one of us, it's going to be champagne. For the other one of us... It's gonna be just pain, Melo. Now I know that could be cheesy from anybody else, but Monty, you know how invested I am in these two guys. <laughs> the two- right.
1: How invested we both are, you know what I mean? Like you said, even even from both different sides. I think I'm a big fan of Dragon Off. I became that from watching NXT UK and I may have always kinda of liked Melo, but you kinda of, understood where I was coming from the more you watched him in NXT. Mm-hmm. So to see them feuding for the belt and, you know, like you said, even if that was a little like you said, a little cheesy, I did love it because it just felt big time. It just felt like two guys who we know could realistically be on top of this brand, uh, battling it out for the title. It just fit. Everything was perfect in my opinion when it comes to the delivery and just who these two guys are as characters. They both are perfect candidates for leading men. One of them already is so it was just great to get in this, to see them, you know, face to face. When we watching NXT UK and you're watching uh, NXT at the same time, you don't know if that's even possible. So it's kind of cool that that's where we still ended up here after all this time.
0: Yeah. And like the time it is, Melo, I just think, how did I not get him sooner? You know, he just seems to get better. But even those two staying face to face, and again, you're right. It's like with Melo... There's not been a threat in NXT for quite a long time, and it's easily Dragonoff. we know <laughs> what he can do. So even them staring face-to-face. The, the thing is with here, obviously, actions speak louder than words. So try and cut the promo down. Like I said, let Melo or let whoever his opponent is kind of do the, the bulk of it. Um, we see Melo trick Dragonoff getting a brawl with Schism backstage. I'm sure it's going to set up a match. Los Leferios versus Nathan Fraser and Dragon Lee. We see Los get too focused on flirting uh, with Feroz and Leon at ringside and end up losing after the match. Garza yelled at Umberto until he got pushed to the floor. Berto walked out and his partner through the crowd. Because, Monty, this is NXT, where tag teams don't last two weeks. You could be together for, like, five, four years like these guys. You're in NXT for, like, a month. You're done, you know?
1: Yeah, that's the funniest thing about it. I'm like... They haven't even been here. Like, at least let them lose a title shot or something. Like, first, it's like, God damn, they're already splitting up. But, you know, you're 100% right. It's just something that we can't have more than three teams at NXT at a time. You only got to have the champs and two contenders. That's about it.
0: <laughs> uh, it's scary. It is scary. We see Gigi Olin losing to Kiana James. We see Ivan o taking down the Diamond Mine flag because of the, the Cree brothers. I've done, you know. NXT Heartbroken. Would, they wouldn't lie to us <laughs> about stip. We know how important stipulations are in wrestling, you know. Right? Um, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Wouldn't, they wouldn't. Come on. We see Axiom and Scripts versus Bronco Nema and Lucian Price. After a couple of minutes, Scripts blasted Axiom with right hand again. Like, what was the point? In all, in all <laughs> of this, if this was just going to happen? Look, I understand Nema. Got the win, and it looked like maybe Scripps was with them. But again, you're like, w- what was this the plan? Why not just I don't know have Scripps debut with them anyway? <laughs> like, I don't. <sighs> yeah, why
1: would they? And then did it also like when Axiom, And did we already do this with these two guys? <laughs> did Axiom already beat him? Into, beat him out of his mask? So it, just, it was so such a quick turnaround. Like they didn't even really get a chance to do anything, so he's like, then after, so you're looking back at it, and he's like, oh, so that, that little team up with Point looks cool.
0: <laughs> I, I said, I've, I've actually written here, like, I would moan about team splitting up, and I have moaned about it, but I kind of want Axiom as far away from scripts as possible, and I guess, true, <laughs> Axiom telling him they're not a tag team before the match, probably didn't help, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not, <laughs> I don't want to play devil, yeah. I to play yeah. devil like a little bit. Uh, we see Tony D'Angelo. Every time I see Tony D'Angelo, I end up saying, Tony D! I don't know why. So anyway, Tony D! And uh, Channel Stacks and Lemento celebrated in the ring with their family until Joe Coffey walked out with Mark and Wolfgang A Brawl started. That ended ended with a family on top of the NXT Tag Team Championships. Of course, we see Tony's dad, cousins and sisters were there for him to help. Was there anything more... Kind of I was trying to think any other character that they could have you know. They had like, the, you know, we got the mock boss. We got, did we have the grandma there? I can't remember if we had that. <laughs> like... <laughs>
1: yeah, we need the we got the underboss, you know. We need, yeah. we need some, we, I think those older guys might be capos or whatever. We just keep going down the entire Except good fellas list, yeah.
0: eight sisters. Yeah, you know what it's like, <laughs> all the stereotypes. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, every, every every step of the way.
0: <laughs> and we see Metaphor apologising to Thorpe about missing so many recessions by giving him a signed picture of Dar with a Heritage Cup. Thorpe ripped it up. That's gonna be worth thousands in years to come. But Da was just so depressed. <laughs> just sat in his wheelchair. And there's again, for me, there's not many wrestlers that can get away or do that well. And Da was just, you know, so depressed, but it led to Aura Mensa getting a big win over Eddie Thorpe. So LX UK beating New Japan, getting there. <laughs> That's right? That, yeah. I could not believe it. I was
1: like, "Oh, so Eddie Thorpe can win a match? <laughs> I mean, not Eddie Thorpe, but uh, Oral can win a match against Eddie of all people." It's Like, okay, well, you know, I it, say, you know, I guess you have to pay your dues. I guess Eddie. <laughs>
0: it's been a. It's going to be a great update for Aura. I'm not lying. No. It yeah, me. yeah, no. <laughs> we see Fia Hale turning into Ronda Rousey. You know, in UFC when she was good, not now. Argyle uh, Fia tapped out Electra Lopez the match she called out Tiffany Stratton because the of course the universe walked out and accepted the rematch the challenger wanted to make a submission and she trapped the champion into Kimura until she accepted oh hell yeah this shouldn't work as well as it should should it Monty you know because <laughs> I, I think this whole segment was great
1: yeah, you know, even as ridiculous as it is, as it is that she was like, "Well, you can't make me," and it's like, you know, you you've been through this already, Tiffany. Like, what you mean she can't make you? <laughs> and then she immediately like, "Okay, okay, okay, okay." You see what I'm saying? It's just like that is ridiculous, but they made it work. You know, it's it's amazing how good. And that's, I'll talk about this when we get to the match, at Great American Batch. But for them to be so new and young, they are making a lot of stuff that you would you could see, you can reasonably see ten year veterans screwing it up. Mm-hmm. And they're just going out there and making this work, man. Uh, Like you said, it's goofy at times, but it's very – it works. Uh, It's working perfectly, man.
0: Yeah. Uh, We see Ali backstage questioning Wesley, giving Dominic Mysterio a title match at the main event. Ray Ripley called out live Valkyrie backstage, telling her to make a statement at the expense of J.C. Jane. Blair Davenport told Roxanne Perez she was not ready to compete. The new NXT deposit responded by promising to bring a rage she'd never shown before. Uh, Dan Paul continued to mock Perez until the poetry just walked out, the interview. I mean, that's the way to go, I suppose. Uh, And then the (laughs) NXT North American Championship, Wesley versus Dominic Mysterio. It was Ray Ripley, the deciding player in the match, bashing Wesley with a Women's World Championship while Balor and Priest played distraction. Domino Mysterio covered him and your new NXT North American champion, Dominic Mysterio. I mean, if you gave me a 100 picks of who would be the next North American champion after <laughs> Wesley's historic reign. It wouldn't be dumb. But, I mean, what a reaction from the crowd as well, you know? Genuine shock. Same thing
1: with same thing. With social media that night, too. I remember it was just a lot of people was really shocked. And then I think, uh, I don't know, I don't want to be wrong, but if I remember it right that week, they pulled a pretty good rating or a high rating mm-hmm. over it, too. So it was like dumb is putting up numbers too but you know it's kind of cool uh it's, again like you said i don't you would not predict it i still you know when i look back at it i look back at it again because i watched it the night it happened but i wanted to refresh myself on how it happened and i remember the night of being kind of annoyed i was like ah as good as it is it's just like i don't know if i like it i don't know if i like it going down that way But then, but when i thought about it i was like you know what even though he got screwed, they Wesley looked pretty strong. I took the entire group, you know, <laughs> pretty much the, the entire group had to pull one over. So I'm like, I guess it makes sense. You know, even if it is kind of, you know, uh, out of nowhere. And, it, and, it, and like you said, you wouldn't expect, especially with the type of run Wesley, like Wesley would have overcome all types of stuff. Short notice, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it also too made me think about like, oh my goodness, they're trying to make Ali a prophet because he literally told him earlier that night, <laughs> you know, don't do it because you know you got it's just a tra- it sounded like a trap and he just did not believe it. He was, you know, I, and again, I guess you can say he has survived so much. The confidence got to him; he's a little overconfident, maybe, but he had every right to be. But you know, it is what it is. I didn't have too much of a problem with, it, especially. Like from an NXT standpoint, sure, it's shocking, and you know, you know, it probably don't make a lot. It probably, you know, it's, it sucks because of how good Wesley was doing. But from an entire WWE standpoint, because standpoint because of everything Judgment Day has gotten their hands into, if you look at what Raw turned has turned into, pretty much, yeah, it, it fit very perfectly because they have been that dominant.
0: Yeah, and Dom turned into Orange Cassidy with about a fucking North American title defensively. <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> this is a good point. Smackdown Raw. Like, even, like, again, I don't want to ruin it. Well, we get to the July 25th edition of NXT. Wesley interrupted Dirty Dom Mysterio and Rare Ripley challenging Dom to a match. Mustafa Ali arrived, uh, and again, it was Ripley kind of going, yeah, he's gonna defend against both of you. And I go really like when did he become right? This fighting like champion? yeah, he was a fighting champion all of a sudden. <laughs> like and then again, it was now? I will give you that you
1: brought that up, and SmackDown did kind of annoy me. So I was like, didn't you make Solo give this belt up? If I was Solo, I'd go kill Dominic right now. <laughs> like I don't don't make me forget that Adam Pearce made him do that. But it's fine, you know, it's whatever. Not consistent, but we'll let it go. Uh, but yeah, no, you're 100 percent right. I was like, whoa, Dominic. Win one title and
0: now he's ready to fight everybody after running away from people for months. <laughs> I mean, when's the last time you saw Zane pinned as well? You know what I mean? Like, Dom did it all in this short space. Yes. Well, right? <laughs> yes. right. Then again, like you said, he's is I knew the push
1: was that. coming, but yeah. they, they sped
0: it up. He is yeah, second, yeah, that's a good point.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Yeah. The um, ace, Dominic Listeria. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> We see Laya Valkyrie explain in an interview she wants to see where she stands in the women's division by fighting Ray Ripley. When Vic said she'd been there seven months, I was like, it felt like seven days. What, seven months already? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, my good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they say, and hey. Tyler, Tyler Bates been there for five years or something, and you go, no, well, no. No, there's no, there's no way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we see... Goela Hayes, Trick Williams near Dragonoff versus Schism. Believe it or not, Dragonoff and Hayes did not get on the same page, but two masked men attacked a dyad at ringside. Lift left Jugacey alone. Mellow got the blind tag and hit nothing but net. Trick Williams took incidental contact during the match from the Czar and blamed the challenger for potentially trying to take him out. I tell you what I loved, Monty, you know I'm weird. All three faces getting in the ring at the same time was great. I I don't know why. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if they timed it or whether it is. I just love shit like that. I really do. Uh, That's <laughs> a good point. Like it, especially when they're when they're when two
1: of them are feuding, so it's just like they they seem really in sync for <laughs> people who don't like each other.
0: <laughs> I just think deep down, you know, there's, there's not there. But uh, it didn't end well, like we talk about. Von Wagner squashed uh, Big Body Harvey. Which, you know, I like Big Body, but again, he's going the same as like 2.0, or where we go, oh, you know that guy, maybe a little bit more. He'll be on fucking Rampage in a couple of years' time, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, <but laughs> he, the crowd were desperate to see the big man powerbombing through the table, you know? Uh, and again, in the category marked used to work here, Brom Breaker attacked Von with a spear in the chair, which again, you go... What the, how many last matches is Brom Breaker going to have in NXT? <laughs> <laughs> like, how many, is he going to suddenly go down the card until his last match is against scripts? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, Braun, Braun is overdue. He's like, he he's a heel now, but he's like, we talk talking about Melo not having contenders, but it's like to the point where, like, Braun is scraping the bottom of the barrel for people to fight at this point. He's not want a match like Mumps, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I need somebody. Like, I, You're right, it just seems like they keep stopping and starting. Like, in one minute, I'm just waiting for him to pop up on SmackDown or Raw or something, but in the next minute, here he goes. Badass Braun Breaker.
0: I just, I, don't get me wrong. It's great, Braun, but like, yeah, Ron, Ron now. All right. Uh, we see Tiffany Stratton in a hype vignette saying she may have touched the mat once but didn't tap to fear again. <laughs> I, I love, love her that.
1: so much, man. That's <laughs> yeah, a heel.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what you want. Uh, we see Gable Stevenson. Oh, sorry, the, the correct response should be USA, USA, USA. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> talking about going for a national championship in college or a Olympic gold medal. Look, mate, like we get it. You've got options. Some of us haven't. All right, like some of us. Right, right. Most of like, most wrestling fans don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I I could be another, win another gold medal, but do I really need two? You know, and it's wonder why people don't <laughs> right. like him. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. And I love how everybody just
1: assumes since he's won a gold medal, he's a super patriot. Like, that doesn't necessarily correlate. Like, yeah, he's just good at wrestling, guys, but whatever, whatever, USA, USA. He
0: he won the gold medal, and he got the silver in the the Captain America, kind of. (laughs) I mean, the Captain America dress-up competition, because he loves America. Uh, But speaking of people uh, the fans don't like, Baron Corbin interrupted, uh, and we see the Lone Wolf getting challenged to a match. At the Great American Bash and being suplexed. So, new Corbin, same old Yay. Shit. Yeah, Yay! Yeah. Uh, in, again, the ca- <laughs> category marked Is Vince Russo booking this shit? Kendo stick match uh, with Cora Jade versus Dana Brooke. This was just weird. We see Dana Brooke making Cora Jade pay by using a variety of kendo sticks. Uh, Jade with kendo sticks and a steel chair beneath her. Uh, for the win. I mean, this... I mean, poor Cora Jade. You know, that's all I'm going to say about this. And then I'm going to move on. <laughs> In a private... Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: oh, you want me to answer? No, no, okay, no, okay, no, no, gonna, no. We're okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I was about to tell you, yeah,
0: just move on. Just move on. Yeah. I'll leave it at this. <laughs> Damon Kemp convinced Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey to work with him, and then nothing happened. The old Damon Kemp effect. Hey, he's he's in it's an interview <laughs> and then we don't see it. He'll show up in five months. You know, and gonna he's gonna attack
1: some baby face yeah. out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> um, like,
1: oh, you still here, David? Cool. <laughs>
0: well, I guess the next clip sent Booker off because I guess he has PTSD about stuff like this. We see footage of Perez and Davenport fighting in a gas station. Uh but luckily the prodigy stood tall. But I think Booker was worried about the milk was gonna get involved at one point. Uh but I, I quite like the way <laughs> this was shot because again it was different to what we used to. Yeah, be, you know.
1: It's creative. you know, they did the whole, you know, jumping from phone screen recording to uh, you know, uh market or what I guess that's a, it looked like I don't know if that was inside of a gas station or a supermarket, whatever. But you know it looked like you know they they kind of recorded it they did it with the uh, store cameras and all that, so it' was really creative i really- i liked it too as a matter of fact, everything about the build so far to the- uh, weapons wild match uh and we you know i think some more stuff actually happened after this, so you know. I really love the creativity they put into this feud, especially when you think about the fact that it has nothing to do with the title. Really strong, uh, you know, storytelling here. You know, when it comes to when you think about the whole entire thing, and then you put the, add this brawl on top of it. Nice little twist. Also a wink nudge you nudge know, to to the trainer of Roxanne. So yeah, man, it worked out. It worked. I really like so far what they've done.
0: And like you said, it's not that difficult to actually, you know, have two matches, two women's matches on, you know. Right. Two actual
1: stores, two completely separate from each other. Like, it's not that hard, but, you know. Uh, uh, Well, just
0: don't ask NXT about, what happened to the tag titles? They go, what, what, what? what, eh? While they're
1: debuting more women's teams, (laughs) by the way, and it's just like, wait, okay, that's very smart. Lose your belts and now we got teams uh, coming out the woodwork
0: and then they'll introduce the titles again and then split all the teams up is, 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 they fuck with us <laughs> in this way that's what they do yes. uh, speaking of which the bronco Nima lucian price push is over as they lost to Tony D and uh challenge <laughs> stacked Lorenzo Scripps was on commentary nice streak <laughs> yes great streak Scripps on commentary and Booker going that
1: ain't scripts, <laughs> that's regional. That ain't scripts, that's original. <laughs> and then he wouldn't let Vic call him that. Then he confused it because at first he was like, Vic, you can't say scripts because you're not from the hood. And then and by the end, he called him original. He's like, well, I can say that because I'm from the hood. <laughs> but I thought we were talking about scripts. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh man, I love it. Oh man, I, I, can, I can listen to Booker and him on commentary forever. <laughs> like, Vic is just the ultimate. He's just perfect, straight man for like he was great with Baird. And Baird has a has a sense of humor, but a different style, very different when it comes to Booker. Booker just says the first thing comes to what his mind, it? and Vic is always having to play off of him. And he does a great job. I don't know how he keeps his, I don't know how he just do not bust out laughing with, at thing. Booker most of the time.
0: It was, I think they hit the, the uh, Tony D hit the, the badder Bing, and he's like, Say it with me, Booker. And he's snipping <laughs> badder. It's crazy. That's why Booker is a legend. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's
1: so great. I love Booker, man.
0: We see action, (laughs) chasing scripts off. And then the Supernova Sessions metaphor presented Noam Dar with a new Heritage Cup which awakened the Scottish Supernova from his catatonic state. This was Brett again. I love Dar. We love Dar. (laughs) So we knew what was going to happen. So as soon as... Up and went right back into it. Uh, with Nathan Fraser Dragon. He questioned the legitimacy of the cup, a metaphor and a brawl, including Leon and Ferrari. So like I said, this is working when we knew it would, you know.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's our bias either, man. No, I'm dark. He's just good and he's brought um, you know, again, we Lash is lashes very green. Uh Jakir is also green. Even but but we, you know, Oliver or Order who who I don't know, again. I didn't think he had this much entertainment in him. But Oro, in my opinion, has been great, too, with the like, again, because like they didn't show that when he was get a chance to show that he can be just as just as idiotic as Noam Dark can be sometimes. But he's he is literally made it is not just how good Noam Dar is, but he did a great job of taking these people who you wouldn't think this fit. We well, talked about this at the very beginning. We was like, how is this going to work out? But we had faith because we knew how talented he is, and they just let him be himself. A couple supernova sessions, a couple of moments here, and he's already just made it so fun. And so again, it's just a kudos to know him, dog. You know how much I have respect for him. But it's very like like you said. Now he immediately new trophy, and he's just back. It was
0: <laughs> it's like, like it was that. like kryptonite <laughs> to Superman. That that's what I, it was. That's what he needs. You know, exactly. It's, it's his spinach for Popeye. Whatever reference you want to use. Just as soon as he got it, yeah, it was just bad. Not kryptonite, Superman. That would kill him. I meant sunlight. Before I get, can I get emails? All right. I know the yellow sun gives Superman his powers. Thank you very much. Uh, so anyway, we see Die Jack warning Eddie Thorpe not to get too cocky <laughs> for just one big win. Chase, you still
1: up. angry for no reason? By the way, he just show, That's another guy. He just shows up out of nowhere. Hey, I'm pissed at you. Let's fight next week.
0: Yeah, just a grumpy. Look <laughs> at his face. Sunglasses down. Sunglasses down. <laughs> right, that's his look. Uh, Chase, you hyped up for <laughs> hail for a Great American Bash. Garza Carrillo argued with Humberto. Making he was done listening, and then we get Ray Ripley versus Laya Valkyrie. And I tell you what, Valkyrie nearly won off a frog splash, but a kick out the eradicator got serious and took the win with a riptide. After when Ripley refocused Valkyrie on making JC Jane pay, defeating her soundly when they next fall. How fucking cool did Ray Ripley come across in this segment and the, these segments? Oh man. And, and Valkyrie just being picked up and put to another level now, just through this.
1: It's brilliant, it's yeah. brilliant. That's what I love the most about it. Even if the heel-face alliance is different, it's just like it's so awesome when you think about just how Rhea was like, oh, no, I think she's dope, and I'm going to – I don't care if it – I don't care if I'm a bad – you know, I'm a bad guy right now. I'm going to come in. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to make her – and the way she does it, it's not – like she's not being nice to the baby face. She's kind of like, no, I expect this. This is what I want, and this is what you're going to be. And if I got to beat you to make you this, this is what's going to happen. It's it, it just, it, it worked, it, like you said, so cool. And Valky- Valkyrie now, like you said, gets the rub, gets the, like, oh, my goodness. Like, she got mommy, mommy's respect. And she gave a hell of a, a effort, a hell of a match with her. So, it was a very good vehicle. And I think this is what I like. As much as I don't like some, not that I don't like anything, because Rhea's been great. It's mostly just the booking decision. Because, some, like, like we mentioned before, in WWE, we got plenty of dominant, champion. So it's just like all right, she's going to take out the entire division. Now she don't have anyone who even remotely looks like they can take her right now. And it's just like it, this is I do love this though. As, as much as I don't like everything that's going on real all of a sudden even though again, nothing on her. I love what she's doing. It's just the booking. This is great. This is, like, fantastic. This is how you – and this is also one of the things that WWE was missing for a long time, and that was building stars. This is how you do it. Put them in there with a more established person, a champion, a world champion who's on top of her game, and then you let her, you know, put her, put her over the baby face, whether they are, whether they are he, both baby faces or not. You know what I'm saying? Show respect. It doesn't always have to be let me kill this newcomer, and, you know, eventually she'll fight her way up and, you know, whatever. No, no. Like, let's put it, like, yes yeah, she can lose the match, but let's actually make it look like she has a chance. And after the match, you know, do like Undertaker did for Jeff Hardy. I, one of my favorite moments is a low-key moment, because after they allowed a match for the Undisputed title, he just kind of picked Jeff up and said, you know what? You got some kid or whatever, you know, kind of gave him that that type of respect. And it was just like that, that made, at the end of the day, when Jeff came back, eventually he was world champion material. And not only because of his popularity, but because of moments like that, when he had the undertaker's respect. So again, stuff like that is awesome. Cause in the future or in the back, in the back of me, and your mind, because we watch NXT when Valkyrie shows up on the uh, main roster or something like that, or she gets a shot, we'll know in the back of our head that Rhea Ripley gave her that rub years ago, and Look at what she's done with it, so or if she's at the top of NXT, we'll look at it like that. So, again, she looks amazing after that, and real did an awesome job,
0: yeah. But like I said, you right about everything there, uh, and it does help out the whole situation, and especially when Lyra has lasted long and likes the leader against Ripley. So, you realize then, well, hang on a minute, it would be interesting, and again. Even if in the main roster called right. up to join Judgment Day, if Judgment Day is still a thing or that, would still yes. make sense, you know. Uh, what and didn't it make sense, yeah. What didn't make sense is Trick Williams calling out Ilya Dragunov because <laughs> the czar answered. <laughs> and the number one contender came Ooh, out, uh, and after a series of chops, he hit 4 oh, I mean, he fucked Trick up. I mean... Uh, there is something about the, uh, and we're going to get on it as well, <laughs> but there's just the sank about him, so physical, uh, and you thought Trick was done for at this point. Uh, Melo came out and took the torpedo Moscow for Trick, and Dragunov put over Melo's honours and loyalty to his friend, but warned Trick that that was all he would have after the Great American Bash. And again, it's simple and effective. But my problem is, I thought this took Trick out the running at this point in time. But again, it's really, really good stuff.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it showed good, because, especially from our point of view, because we know what Dragunov is all about. And the only reason why I say that is because Trick didn't call him out to trash talk him, and then let's fight. Trick called him out and just like, no, fight me. And, And I think, honestly, if you kind of look at Melo's face, when Trick kind of made the point that he was going to kind of do this, Melo even kind of knew, like, I don't know if you should do this, Trick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's his friend. He's even like, nah, you probably shouldn't do this. You know what I'm saying? So, like, everybody knew that the outcome would probably turn out that way. But you're 100% right, man. I love seeing this side of him. And then I'll talk about it more in a minute. But off this side of off where he's not just fighting from underneath aggressively, he is the aggressor, man. And I love that. I love a guy like Dragunov just going out there and being like, you know what, I'm gonna beat you within an inch of your life. If you get lucky and survive, yeah, you'll get you'll have my respect. If not, I do what I always do and I'm just gonna win. I'm gonna beat you, beat you to like don't again. I just love it. He got that, that don't F with me. Everything about him. And now, it's a fun thing. I thought the goatee looked funny, but it helps. The goatee <laughs> helps in my opinion. He looked even more like somebody like that you it. don't want to
0: fuck with like now. It. I don't like it. I still and the and. It... <laughs> It's weird because I'm like, is he turning the hill? Because why grow facial hair? You know, like, I, I was thinking right. that was brand Yorton or something. I don't know. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. If he comes Think out, about it, maybe. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, again, really, really good build-up to the Great American Bash, which we're going to talk about now July 30th from uh, Cedar Park. I think it is rather than Cheddar, <laughs> as I thought it might be. Uh, but it wasn't. Kick-off in studio. Meghan Moran, Matt Camp, Sam Roberts. What a waste of time, really. We see, An hour, this was, as well, uh, rather than half hour, because we had the kick-off match. Mello and Leah arrive. We see Ripley interviewed. She says she had to go and stretch Dom, whatever that meant. Corbin says all lies will be all on right. him. He was right about that. <laughs> uh, but... Baron does have a problem with Olympic gold medalists, let's not forget. Uh, so the kickoff match was Metaphor versus Dragon Lee, Nathan Fraser, Valentina Fres and Yulissa Leon. Um, like a weird multiverse to see two Heritage Cup trophies at ringside, Monty. I don't know about you, but <laughs> for me, it's like this wasn't important, and now we've got two. It's like Spider-Man. Now we got two. Flash, you know what I mean? It's
1: like... And I wondered, like, did they make an entirely new group just for no one to carry it around? Like, or did we always have two and I never knew about it? Like, what the hell?
0: That's what I'm saying. One was hollow. I'm sure one was hollow. Ho- hollower than the other one. But then again, I don't want to kind of get yeah. too much into it. But it's just... <laughs> As for the match-up, metaphor used cheap tactics to stay in the action. But Pharrell's and Leon refused to lose their premium live event debut. They took out Lash Legend, with Jackson, leaving Dragon Lee to win with a running tilt or reverse DDT on Oromensa for the win. Uh, I mean, what were your thoughts on this? For me, nice colour coordination all round to begin with. And again, speaking of the flash, Fraser with his flash look, I think he's getting a really, really good response. What were your thoughts on this match?
1: Yeah, man, Frazier was definitely over. Every move he did, even the move that I kind of chuckled at because I was like, ha, me and you, I seen him do that at NXT UK. Anyway, <laughs> uh, even some of the moves I, I listened to the crowd in Texas, I was like, oh, man, they're loving it. But, yeah, I was into this, man. Uh, it was a hell of a way to get things started. It had moments, everyone, including Last Legend and Jakir, had moments to shine. Like, I, was, I, I liked the spots they picked out for Last Legend. You know what I'm saying? They protected her weaknesses and all of that, and they made like when everybody does the dies, and she just comes and clear everyone out. Mm-hmm. I'm just like ah, she looked pretty. She looked pretty good in that spot, you know. So uh, I just love how they kind of did that, and then of did course you, you had Noam Dog. Did you
0: think with huh? Lash though? I I thought with Lash like that's how Jade Cargill should be doing shit. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, then, uh, I agree. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, agree. Just like come in, wreck shop. You know, get the biggest moves off. You know what I'm saying. Take it. Take advantage. Use that strength and that size, and just like protect her. Like make her. You know, don't make her go out here and have to, you know, do way too much, and then you expose. You know Mm. how. You know how how how, you know her herself. Because again, I think the worst thing Lash has so far, at least from my estimation, is like trying having to sell all the time for so people who are way smaller than her. but when she's able to show her dominance and be strong and all of that, she's really uh, cool. You know, I think they did a really good job. And then also I thought uh, it was a lot of highlights, a lot of spots to make that, you know, that make these type of four-way, uh, eight-man, eight-women or eight-person matches so great. And then they had uh, also a lot of spots that played off the high-flying, uh, you know, team that was the babyfaces in this spot. So I thought this was really well. And the heels did whatever they could to, to keep, you know, an advantage. And sometimes I actually thought we were going to be right. And metaphor would pull it off. But I wasn't mad. You know, the finish was well executed. I gave it four stars, man. I really liked how everybody got a chance to look good in this one. You know, again, Oro with the spot towards the end. And even though he got pinned, he looked cool. You know, Dragon Lee looked great. So, again, everyone was did a great job here. And it was a solid way to kick things off.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, even the dies, like you said, by uh... – frozenly onto the outside, kind of really built up. Nathan Fraser went into this like, kind of zone in the last couple of minutes as well, just like diving across everywhere. Uh, but what made me laugh as well is that metaphors are actually making me like Lash Legend. The booking of Lash in this match, like I said, how she acts like a bad Yeah. Match. And also, being the biggest person in this match, like legitimately the biggest person <laughs> <laughs> in yes. this match. <laughs>
1: I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was. I think it was Nathan, but it was somebody she actually tried to attack, and I was like, "Oh
0: my goodness!" Like she,
1: she towers over <laughs> him, man. <laughs> she,
0: she, she would make Joe Coffey look like Rey Mysterio. Like that, that's how I'm saying at like, <laughs> Yes, because Joe shrieks every time I see him. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's gonna be like I don't see him from big when he's in like, the adult coat. And it's just like trailing on the floor. He's just like a small child now. (laughs) Uh, But like I said, the match, great stuff for kickoff. You're not expecting it. And the crowd really, really getting into it as well. I'm going to give it four stars uh, as well. Really, really good stuff. Uh, Predictions. It is the predictions that we do. It's near enough every show. Prediction Leagues 2023. We have got three of them. Uh, This is after Money in the Bank. So the W Prediction League. At this moment in time, Jaxi on one, Gina and Monty tied on three, I am on four. AEW, and for me, this is a surprise. Monty in the lead with three, even though he's watching AEW. Uh, Save Gina and Jaxi, two. Yeah. We're watching the, you know what I mean? Watching it, but you know, not like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, Burners. No disrespect, like, <laughs> I'm not you right? In. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not saying you're doing what Gina and Jaxie are doing for the predictions today and coming in completely blind. I'm not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus definitely league. blinder than most. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bonus league, uh, which we are playing today. Jaxie, Gina tied on eleven. James and Monty tied on fourteen. We all went hills. And, again, I think for me it's peer pressure because I know I shouldn't be saying this, but it's usually faces when on kickoff. But, again, maybe, you know, emotions yeah. and all this stuff. Uh, but no points for anybody. The show would open with Cody Rose narrated video about the Great American Bash. Highlighting show as Dusty Rose Legacy. I love this. This is one of the reasons to get Cody Rose back, <laughs> you know, to be able to talk about Dusty Rose Legacy and, and especially the Great American Bash, you know.
1: Yeah, I felt like a horrible wrestling fan for a second at first. I was like, "What the hell, Cody got to do with NXT?" <laughs> but then I remembered. I was like, "Oh, okay, Great American Bash. <laughs> Never mind, <It> makes sense." <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a nice, It was well done, very well done. Anytime anybody, uh, anytime they're showing love to Dusty, and like you said, you can get Cody to do it. Is it's, it's going to probably work out to be pretty great. And I know how important he is. Just his, just everything about Dusty is very important to what NXT is now. So. Yeah, man, I think it's think it's very awesome. Uh, it was a pretty cool way to kick things off. Yeah,
0: well, we're going to start with the NXT Tag Team Championships: Gallus versus the Family. Both teams got unique entrance videos. I mean, the Family just had rats, which again, I just I <laughs> that was
1: pretty horrible. By the yeah,
0: way. it didn't work. <laughs> it's not. If anything, have rats for Gallus if they're the rats. Don't
1: right? Do they are the rats <laughs> in the scenario. <laughs> so, I, I like, why are the rats here? I was like, I then know, I had one? Like, Tony D from New York? Are they built from New York? Like, I know a lot of rats in New York. <laughs> like, I like, expecting,
0: like, what is it? like, rat-sized humans. You know what I mean? Coming out dressed as rats. Something. With Tony D. Uh, the Gallus boys uh, t- came out. Well, first off, it was Joe talking like a coach. And then uh, yeah, coming out. Yeah, like a coach, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, again, the Gallus, the presentation was really, really cool for me. Uh, we see him yeah. wearing those bright yellow and black stripes. The Don came out in his uh, nails attire. If yeah, people listen to the Up <laughs> and love that, you know, I mean, they'd be like, oh my God, he just referenced the last show. Uh, <laughs> and another thing about this every time I see Wolfgang, you know, every time I see Joe Coffee, I go, fucking, he's get small," And every time I see Wolfgang, I'll go, he's not as fat as I thought. Not fat's probably not the right word, but <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like he's much more athletic. Yeah. Then when we he's I'm lean, sure man Sure, yeah. in NXT UK he looked, you know, like Volta. You know what I'm saying? Huge. Like, by there, comparison, right? not. yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. I don't again. I don't know what the hell is. is it's a different camera angle. Like what the hell is going on? Because <laughs> they do, you're right. All three, neither three of them look as imposing as they did the few months I was reviewing NXT UK with you.
0: <laughs> if, uh, I don't know if the NXT UK talent is just under five foot or something like this, but honestly, yeah. it's really <laughs> weird. Uh, we see. In the matchup, Wolfgang accidentally caught Mark. We're running sent on. The family grabbed their roles for so a combination superplex, diving, headbutt for a near fall. Joe distracted the referee by pulling out a weapon, setting up Gallus to hit the Gallus gate. The Don just barely broke up the pinfall. Again, that didn't make sense because Joe was affecting his team winning at that point in time. Yeah. Uh, uh, (laughs) But then again, Joe didn't make a lot of sense because he tried a cheap shot but ran into a crowbar, as you do from uh, Tony D. (laughs) 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 Chatting Snacks. Lorenzo dived onto Mark Coffey and Wolfgang, then pulled Wolfgang in to set up the bada-boom, bada-bing, for the win and your new NXT Tag Team Champions, it is Stax and Tony yeah. D. First goal for Tony D. Man, has that man been on the journey with us yeah. since. <laughs> <It's> <3. laughs> <laughs> man. That's a good point, man. <laughs> it a long road to get here. <laughs> uh, and Gallus, again, like you forget how good they are. But This is a bit disjointed, but what were your thoughts?
1: Yeah, man, it was pretty cool. I didn't have a problem. It was a solid match. You know, uh, the thing is about Gallus in this situation, uh, like you said, solid as ever, really good at what they do in the ring whenever you just let them wrestle. Uh, I do want to say that, again, another thing that's changed since the NXT UK days, Joe Coffey comes off like the, the biggest idiot. <laughs> when I think about it, just like, yeah, what happened to him? I just remember him being, like you said, huge, Uh, He seemed like just a like a tank, like like everything. Maybe he wasn't ever really the smartest back then either. I can't really say I remember him being super smart, but it's just like he failed for the whole, you know, uh, stacks as a snitch or or trying to take out. uh, He failed for that. That he's trying to take out. He did the stupid stuff with the bat in this match. I was like, man, they really want him to look like the weak link. It's not. not (laughs) But I used to think he was the strongest link.
0: It's not many times they introduce. (laughs) A guy to make it a three out of a two, and they become less successful. You know, Gallus was right. doing a great about it. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's such a great point. I'm like, it's such the polar opposite of what I remember from watching NXT UK. Because I thought, you know, he was the one who, who we said that, you know, oh uh, man, it'd be nice for him to get a shot at the world, after the NXT UK title, and all of that. Stuff. And it's just like now he's so far removed from it. Just at least in the way he's portrayed lately, he just seems like like I said, like an idiot. But anyway, the match was uh, solid. It was crowd pleasing, especially the last uh, few minutes, even though it was a lot of shenanigans, it, you know. But I must say, all of those shenanigans <laughs> make sense when you think about how nonsensical this entire angle has been. <laughs> and that's really where I came. Of, I came from Like, I like the match. But it just it matched the entire crazy ass story. That I'm so happy it's finally over. That the soap opera and all of the Tony D being in jail. I, I create a way for someone to sit out of injury. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that's what Tony D was doing. You but home? you know, again, yeah.
0: he, he wasn't actually in prison. <laughs> come, <laughs> come on, no. come on, man. Come on, <laughs> come, on. Like, would, come on. They man. wouldn't lie to me, would they? <laughs> I mean, stipulations are important. <laughs>
1: Yeah, stimulation. and he want a match to get out. I think that's yeah, sealed yeah. for that's you. you can do. <laughs> someone, have, someone can win a match for you. You can just get out of jail. Time served, man. You did your time, pal. No, nah, man. I, I, but nah, I, like I said, very solid stuff. The right result because, again, you don't make us sit through all of that storytelling, and then they lose. And you're just like, oh, so you just wanted us, what, to know that they they're close? We can assume that. But anyway, <laughs> three and three quarters is what I gave it. I didn't think it was bad at all.
0: No, exactly the same for me as well. Three and three quarters. Predictions. Well, Jaxi went gallus. The rest went for the family. So, Jaxi on zero. The rest get the first point. We see a Cora J video. We see Ilya. This is the thing about watching kickoff. I saw Ilya Dragunov and Kamala Hayes arrive. And I watched the main show and I see him arrive again. I think, what, did they leave and come (laughs) back? Or what was the point of showing me this?
1: Uh, so they don't expect you to watch the yeah, kick exactly. yeah. <laughs> like, like, what the hell are you doing watching the kickoff, man?
0: Uh, we, see. Oh my God. we see a good build-up video for Blair and Rox in the next match, Weapons World. Roxanne Perez versus Blair Davenport. Of course, cool we see the video of uh, Davenport Perez boarding yesterday at DreamCon, or as it was. Perez hugged her family before the match, only to be attacked by Davenport in a hoodie from the crowd. I like that. You know, like you said, it it starts starts strong. Um, Davenport choked out the – the problem is, we're going to talk about the match, as soon as they say – it's like the Cody thing on Raw. Oh, his family's at ringside. You're going – your family are going to be watching. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, choked Uh or spat on or – that's why JR used to hate going to Oklahoma. Because you know, he knew. <laughs> he <laughs> knew <laughs> what was going to happen. Yeah, Time to yeah. get it back. Yeah, well. uh, so it said Devonport choked out the prodigy with a belt in front of her family. Until, I right thought the, in front of him. I thought the sister was laughing, but she was building up to a cry. So that, <laughs> that yeah. wasn't the thing. Uh, this set of Perez, who battered <laughs> her with a cowbell, and of course, we do need more cowbell. Uh, Perez went for Pop Rocks on a pile of chairs, but rather reversed it into a spinning net break on a garbage can. The Pojoli hit a running knee in the steel steps of Devonport and splashed her through a table at ringside, sealing the win with Pop Rocks on steel chairs. The only thing I will yeah. say, I hate, I hate the We Want Tables chance. I, I think I yes. hate them as much as Watts. Let the match build, but I thought right. for this match... Uh, yeah, what were your thoughts? Because this was good. Blair going for Booker as well was another cool thing. I will say
1: Davenport did. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, man. No, she was great. Like, again, I was really into this match. I, and I wanted to know. I wanted to see what you thought. Because I maybe my star rating was a little too high. But I'm going to stick with it because I really enjoyed it. The only reason why I say that is because you're 100% right with the parent with the family thing. That might be the only thing to me that kind of, like you said, may have liked took it away or gave you a you know you just knew that there's gonna be a lot of work in that area and i didn't realize they were gonna stay like right there like the table spot is right there (laughs) blair's gonna stay right there uh roxy's gonna do a comeback right there like (laughs) like everything was pretty much right in that little area we want to just be right for your family man we want every shot we want you to see her mom you
0: know, trying to do it. Like that would have been Yeah, easy. At
1: this, exactly. At that point, exactly. Just make just make her a part of the match. She definitely was. Uh, I also like that uh, since you know, by the way, and this is just a thing, a geography thing for me, uh, she's from Texas, so everything in Texas is the same, even though she's nowhere. She's not from Austin. Like, Laredo is nowhere near Austin, okay? I just want to say, like, Texas is a big-ass state. Like, if don't know anything about it, it's a lot of land mass in that one state. So it's just funny to me that she, she was – I saw a welcome home sign. I'm just like, oh, okay. So just Texas is in general is home. We can go there. That's fine. Wait, anyway, I'll leave it alone. But the point is, hell of a match, man. Both ladies were great. Blair worked that that crowd really good. Like she was a great heel here. Like you said, look like I said at times it was just evil beating her child right in front of the uh, right in front of the mom. Like greeting Roxy right in front of the mom. Like you said, going that Booker team was cool. The, like I said, working the crowd at times. I mentioned in the past that Roxy is just honestly at her best. And I think they even know it because that's that's kind of where they keep her. She's at her best as an underdog, man. And her selling already for someone so so young is top tier, in my opinion. She she garnered sympathy really, really well. And I think she did that here. And, uh, again, kudos to uh, what Blair was able to do again, being able to be vicious. And show. I didn't think, even though she lost this match, I didn't think that she looked like she didn't like I don't think she looked like she's gonna fall too far from it. It like this is more so about Roxy overcoming her in that in Texas and in front of her family and all that. That that's just more of what it worked, but it still works to show you the type of person uh Blair Davenport is too. Even if you, even if some part of me would have liked for her to win because it can start a great push from her, we already got a heel champion, so I guess it makes sense to build up your baby faces right now. Because you're gonna need baby faces to give to uh you know Tiffany continuing on. Uh, but anyway, uh, like I said, both ladies were great. They fought everywhere, and then the spot at the end with Pretty Cool—they put their bodies on the line. And I just think uh, I can't wait for this match. Saying both ladies have potential to be top stars, you know, if, for years to come if things work out, man. So I really was really was into this match, man. I gave it four and a half stars, even if it was like you know again some of those little things that I can admit was a little off. I still was it really enjoyed it, and they laid into each other too, by the way. Like they they didn't. They, they really seemed to bring it, you know, like it was a cowbell. I saw a, a cattle prod. Like, who used – like, what the – first of all, what the hell is that doing there? But still, nice shout, again, just to see stuff like that. So, it was cool, man. It was really cool.
0: Yeah. I uh, really, really – I enjoyed it as well. I gave it a four and a quarter. Uh, I've, I felt both women trying hard. It's great that we have secondary foods as well. My only kind yeah. of – not issue with the match, but even like with Blair – it's like being that bully, and like I said, with the kind of hill champion at the moment, what's the kind of plan for her? Uh, right. Forward? Yeah. Where do you go from here? Well, yeah, because mm-hmm. with Rocks, it's like, yeah, we need that showdown, don't we? You know, her and Stratton. Yeah. That's standing deliver later. or something.
1: Like, I don't, yeah. I don't want to wait that long, but yeah, it just feels like that's going to be a big deal.
0: Yeah. So uh, again, really, really good stuff. Uh, predictions. Jaxie went for Blair. The rest went for Rocks. Now, Jaxie, if you are listening, it's not going to go well for you at this point, <laughs> right? But stay in there; cause it might it might change. Uh, Tiffany stretching, yeah. This actually made me laugh out loud. Not many things like I might laugh out loud. Backstage, we see, uh, Tiff stretching, and Fear decides to uh, Kamura chase, and we see <laughs> 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 just <laughs> panicking. I am like, shit, I actually can't get out of this hold. Uh, which, really, really good stuff. Unfortunately, we've got Gable Steveson versus Baron Corbin next. Or, <sighs> as I say, now Pirate Corbin. I mean, he had a new, I think, surprisingly good theme. Think shameless yeah. written in my face, right? But, yes. why the Pirates... What, what's yeah, there?
1: what's the what's shit? There? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> And then again with the whole, you remember the video package about his new character. I don't even remember what happened at the end of it. I just know he walked forward <laughs> these like through the torches and stuff, and like what the hell happened? Like what's different? That's my biggest question. I re- that's the first thing. I was like, what's exactly different about Corbin other than the music? And he finally got some gear. Like what 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 happened? Like what's actually different? Like I don't even know what makes him a pirate other than the, like the, the little video that comes up now. I don't whatever you know. Uh, I,
0: I think hey, nice because to see again. To be fair, I've heard <laughs> it's because he likes semen as well, but I'm not really going go too far into yeah. anything. <laughs> so There's a lot of things going on. And like I said, Corbin, if he wants to try that, you know, his new stuff, fair enough. Yeah, whatever. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. the crowd were cheering for Corbin, Morland, Stevenson as they shouted, <laughs> Your are not Angle. Uh, the crowd completely against the non-finish. Uh, both were counted out by the ref. Uh, yes. You know, the two kept... There is no excuse. No excuse uh, for fans to chant bullshit, you know. Especially at what I still consider a takeover. All right? This type of finish. No DQ. Yes. Like DQ or count out. Save that for your normal shows. All right? Uh, the, the Exactly. I guess the best spot was after the bell with Stevenson, Suplex, and Corbin through the ringside barricade. That's
1: also unforgivable. Uh, the best <laughs> part is the brawl. That's <laughs> unforgivable, man. The brawl after the match cannot be the best part at a, at a live event. Like you said, a preview live event or whatever. Like, no. A takeover, no. It can't It can't be, man.
0: This was just... Uh, I mean, the match, it wasn't a match, was it? I don't know what we yeah, really... not really. I mean, what were your thoughts? Because it, it was... I wasn't... Uh, why? Why have this? Shit? Yeah,
1: if you don't want either guy to lose, don't book it. Or like you said, save it for the. You already had other matches you're gonna start making on this show for the next NXT. So just make this uh, NXT the, the beginning of NXT or something. If you want to do that, do that finish. Honestly, like especially if you want. I understand Corbin just coming back. You don't want him to lose immediately with the new re, rebrand or whatever. If it, if you want to say that, and then. Uh, Gabe, okay, you definitely don't want him to lose to Corbin in his first match because then again, he is going to be hard to, you know, come back from that, especially with all the hype that they put him built around him. So I get that. I just don't get it here. I don't get why it had to happen here. And then, uh, this match was, I think that if you booked it here, then Steve's just going to go over, right? But if you have if this match was up against it from the start, like you said, you get Corbin chance in your debut, and like again, like that that's, that's tough. And I understand the outside of the, the ring stuff, I understand. that's gonna follow him probably for his whole career. Honestly, of uh, th- that type of stuff. But it, they also didn't do him favors with the gear. I understand it's very close, or it could exactly be what he wore in Olympic. But you knew exactly what you you knew what you were getting into with the gear, the moveset, set, the 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 whole American flag on the entrance thing. Again, we don't need another Kurt Angle. We need him to be. We don't need him to be Kurt. He won't be Kurt. There's nothing he could do. Them's gonna make him Kurt Angle. He has to be the first game of Stevenson, that he has to make uh, us believe that that is worth it, that whoever Stevenson is, we need to know who he is. Don't even get on the right – don't even start off on the foot of having people assume that this has anything to do with – because you know the comparisons are going to come, man. It was just like it's, I don't care if that gear is what he competed in, uh, you know, Olympic-wise or whatever, because that gear looks exactly – like Kurt's gear, and I think you could this is wrestling this is professional wrestling. he does not have he does not have to wear what he wore as an amateur wrestler. he can actually you know get other uh, another thing something closer to what Damon wears. you know what i mean like stuff like i just don't I don't understand that decision, but again, like i said he's gonna he need to make people believe in that in him and whatever he brings to the table not immediately come out and just rub everybody and like think make everybody remind everybody of someone who was literally. Un, like, again, unmatchable in in this field. Like again, he's gonna have to show us way more than that than what he was able to show. And then he's fighting Corbin again, again, guy that he's not. It's not like he's gonna like Corbin is gonna have to give a lot because again, you want Corbin to look strong with this new character, I'm assuming. So it's like I don't understand the point of this at the end, uh, at all. And then even if you want to keep it going with the brawl, that cannot be the most entertaining part of this entire deal. You know what I'm saying? So the fans wasn't into it. I'm sitting at home, and I'm like, okay, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's next? You know what I'm saying? Like, again, so it just – at the end of the day, it was just not that interesting by compared to – it was interesting for all the wrong reasons. Let's say it that way.
0: Well, the problem is I'm old enough to remember when Kurt Angle actually debuted. And the the thing is, when he did – it was – they kind of did like this – Mockery of being an American hero, like we said, the free eyes. Mm-hmm. They gave him the mic. They made him a hero. Over the top. He he stopped right. matches midway through to tell people how great <laughs> he was. You know, and and the yes, fans, it, it as a face back then. So what would make people think that would work as a good guy in twenty twenty three? You know, right. this one dimensional. Unless they're going to go, Do you know what? It will work. Texas is just un American. You know, it's like, but the thing is <laughs> pairing with a mouthpiece, you know, like yes. whoever it is, it, even if like Damon, who's improved, I know he will never mm-hmm. say on TV that they're related, but you know, it's, right. it's like, or simple, Kurt Angle's doing much, let, let yeah, Kurt manage Kurt. him, you know, and I then do the, do the shit six months down the line of Gable beating the fuck out of Kurt, and saying, you know, I'm I, like you said, I'm not the second Kurt Angle, I'm the first Gable season, and maybe they've, exactly. maybe they've got a plan. Exactly. Maybe they've got a plan, but I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, Corbin is the safest pair of hands in WWE as well. So there's, there's no yeah. fact, you know, with Dame, uh, so Gable there, but as he walked through that curtain into the gridder position. I bet he thought I should have put the fucking Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) Like That should have been my choice. Because fuck me, man. Like, (laughs) unless something changes, that ain't going to work, is it?
1: Oh, no, 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 no. Right now, like you said, unless something changes, the mouthpiece is a great point. Or just like you said, make make him come out and just be a badass. Tear people apart and just leave. You know what I'm saying? That would work too because, again, he's legit. He's an amateur, so... Like, work on that. You know what I'm saying? Play off that. But I 100% agree with you. Like, uh, right now, if that's what they're going to do, if that's the, the way they're going to go, they just think shrouding him in American flags and whatever else is going to make him and just let him come suplex people, that's going to make him get over it. No, nah, they're going to have to repackage him a couple of times and get get it right. If that's all they can come up with, man. Because, again, like you said, not only did they do it with tact and they did it the right way with Kurt originally, the whole just being the Super Patriot character is played out now in 2023. Like yes. I mean, just in general, if he wasn't a gold medalist, pretty much.
0: Unless they hire like a big bus and have him go around the country, right on this bus, <laughs> <here>. <laughs> telling everybody. <laughs> yeah, it. that
1: worked. It worked very great. <laughs> the last experience worked out perfectly. Uh, You're right, man. You
0: know, let's let's see. <laughs> um, even score this? Is it even worth a score this match? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm going to give
1: it, if I'm going to score it, I'll just give it like two stars, maybe, you know. Uh I can't I can't go too much higher than that. Like you said, it was barely even a match, man.
0: Yeah, I think you're true. Two so there then, predictions, we all went, Gable, so we all get no points. I'm a stickler for the rules, in the count out, we get nada. So, Jaxie.
1: Would you would you have took double count out? Would you have took that if we both all said double count out?
0: <laughs> well, would you even say, oh, I, you know what? That's a good it, prediction. It Does my, that count? <laughs> like in the like nine years of predictions, I think I've gone no for. No one. No, I, I've gone for DQ or count that maybe once or twice. Okay. once. Right. Against, okay. Yeah. You you don't, do you? It's, it's like, you know, you just... Right. Yeah, you, you, you can't. What kind I of prediction is this? I could maybe give everybody a point, but I think it's funny to give Jaxie nothing at this moment in time. So, <laughs> Jaxie's on zero. <laughs> the rest too, on two. And we get a great video for the big strong boy. And man, I hope Tyler Bait wins the North American and NXT titles complete the whole set. Because he'd be the only one. He'd be the only one to win everything. Like even on the main roster, yeah. I dream of him winning the US Intercontinental. It just it'd be like, yeah, well, I won everything. <laughs> it's like every single championship. JC Jane attacked Live page leading to a brawl which Ripley enjoyed. Ripley really enjoyed. Said, yeah, that's what I fucking want. Come on, that's yes, what uh, I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As Dom's heading into the ring, NXT North American Championship. Then Dominic Mysterio versus Wesley. And Mustafa Ali and Mysterio got the loudest reaction of the night so far with the booze on his way to the ring. The match started with Lee and uh, Ali agreeing to beat up Dirty Dom, even though Ripley couldn't save him. However, the team didn't last long, but the corner made me laugh where Lee's trying to hit, you know, Ali moves out of the way, and unfortunately hits Dom, uh, which again, really, really good stuff. Mysterio went for the three amigos and Lee. But when Ali got involved, Dirty Dom tried a double suplex both. Bro, this Instead, he hit him a version of Three <laughs> Amigos together. Ali caught Mysterio Lee in a combination camel clutch and Boston crab. When Dirty Dom broke out, Ali superkicked nice. both. Went for the four fifty splash in the apron, but missed. This took him out of the action <laughs> for a while. Uh, Lee jumped over Ripley to take out Dirty Dom again. This was great. Like even <clears throat> we talked about Left Legend earlier, but. Ripley towering over Wesley, you know, um, and diving b- yeah. over. Her. But the picking her up, uh, picking him up, and riptiding him through the announce table. I think that's my new favorite thing since EO and a trash can. I honestly haven't laughed yeah. and we're saying so many times when Ripley just so easy. And the, the announce table broke after. Like, you know what I mean? Wesley was right before the table went man. <laughs> he was already down. <laughs> yeah. <he's>... yeah. <laughs> That's not protective.
1: No, no. no, she did it with ease, too, though, man. You know what? The funniest part, too, is Wes knew he was in trouble because he, the way he ran from her before that. He <laughs> yeah. like, oh, man, I just love it. He's like, like you running from, like a child running from their parent, <laughs> Just like trying to get away. But yeah, no, it was great. She, uh, she,
0: Snatched him up easily. <laughs> right, uh, but somehow Lee managed to kick out. He also kicked yeah, out man. the Women's World Championship to the face. At that Best point, part of this. Yeah, man. I'm going, do you know what? This is close. And then when Mustafa Ali went up top, hit the 450 splash, I thought it's what's now it? it is. But mummy pulled Ali outside. And dirty, yeah. dumb, dirty Dumb stole the win with the fog splash. <laughs> um, and do you know what's funny? And people might not admit this the crowd wanted Dom to retain. It was really, really weird. Yeah. You know? like yeah, I know it's he's kind a of crazy, hell, right? But they still, <laughs> they want this on NXT, and I don't blame them, because this triple threat, man. Wesley can, like, we, we talk about certain wrestlers at events, but Wesley might be Mr. PLE for NXT. I mean, I know we've got Mello, but, yeah. like, is there a, is there an event we don't talk about Wesley kind of stealing the show with performance and this one was about the heart and the grit even though he came up short.
1: Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You're right. He's definitely right there next to Melo as far as Mister Ple, and uh, I would put both of them with their current with their current NXT runs. You know that that you know if these are still you know they're Johnny take they're not I don't know they're not Johnny takeover but you know exactly what I mean like they're that they're, they're becoming to that level with just the uh, sheer amount of great matches they're putting on in these positions but anyway uh yeah man this is fun as hell man uh, it made Dom Real look awesome honestly as heels you know I you had after the match you you actually had felt a little bit of sympathy as much as a little uh. A little twat, you can kind of say Ali was being for the feud. You felt sorry for Ali after this. It was like, "Oh, he got he got screwed again." You know, every time he's so close to always winning the title, and there he goes, screwed in the end again. And then, like you said, man, Wesley. He even you know at first when I first saw uh, Rhea Ripley do the spot and do it, I was like you know uh, it's fine but i'm real i really can't wait for some male wrestler to either go ahead and just pull the trigger on here or have a woman you know to to pull up and finally at least distract her you know the few we've already seen it kind of happen but again she she's such a cheat code out there man cause, like none of the guys want to do anything to her but she has no problem with throwing them around <laughs> easily. And it just works out perfectly. But again, the three amigos spot was was beautiful. I really liked that. And like you said, just the the, the tandem offense of taking Dom out was cool. And Dom plays cowardly. Hill so great. He just he just he just does it. And some people may think he has a lot of work to do, and I do agree. He probably needs to improve in a lot in a couple of areas still. But for someone again to be this new to run in heel and, like, again, yeah, I love Ray Mysterio, but Ray Mysterio was never really a heel other than, like, a few, you know, a little time in WCW that nobody talked about because nobody watched WCW in 2000 or whenever he, they were doing the Filthy Animals or whatever. But, yeah, so for Dom, to do to have such good heel timing, I guess it's because of the people he's been around. Uh, like, I really have to give him props for being so good in, in this position that just, you know, coming out on top and, you know, again, like you said, even though the people hated him at the beginning or throughout the match, towards the end, they wanted it to work out. Again, also because of how awesome Nami is. But, again, it really, really worked. And at the end of the match, you got to look at all that stuff Wesley went through, and he kicked out of most of it. You know, it took two finishes in a row pretty much to finally get him to lay down. I was like, you know what? Rhea's involvement is kind of cheap, but at the same time, he looked so strong. I, I love it. I love it because he just ended up looking like, look how much what it took to finally keep Wesley down. So, yeah, man, Wesley was an MVP here uh, 100%. Yeah, it but
0: worked even, perfectly. Even the spot at the end with Dom kind of like trio-woe outside the ring, the, the way yeah. the finish happened where you weren't sure if Ripley was going to get involved and stuff like that. Like I said, great, frog splash, and – just really, really good. I mean, I gave that like four or three quarters that five. I don't know about you. Yeah, no,
1: I, I wasn't as high on it as that. I gave four and a quarter, but I definitely understand. It was really a good time.
0: Yeah, really, really fun. Predictions? Well, I went Ali. Gina Monty went jo- Dom. Jack C went for Wesley. So it means that Monty and Gina of free, she is <laughs> fucking breathing down your neck. Like, it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, be very careful. Uh, I'm on to Jaxie yet. Score. Uh, we say trick. Have words for dragon Dragunov. Like I said, I thought the fucker was taken out. Then the NXT Women's Championship <laughs> submission: Tiffany Stratton versus Fia Hale. The buff Barbie came out full cowgirl, Barbie-inspired gear for this match. Stratton went for an early surfboard, lock that Howe reversed into an armbar, teasing the kimura but the champion escape. Hudson kept a hold of his MVP trophy, but he was clearly invested in the action. Trail hyped up. Stratton got Howe on a diving crossbody and powered her up to feet. The challenger tried to lock in the kimura, but the champion suplexed her into the bottom turnbuckle. The challenger finally locked in the kimura, after a suplex, but Stratton pulled herself outside. Hale followed to lock in the Camaro, but was sent into the barricade and still steps. Tiff then hit the prettiest moonsault ever and eventually locked in the Boston Crab. I mean, we're going to speak about this Boston Crab. Again, fear Hale couldn't get out of it, (laughs) uh, even though it seemed Tiff could. But Andre Chase threw in the towel and Hale would not quit. Duke looked frustrated, with the lack of trust in this student, but Andre thought fear could fight another day. This told the story of this, I think. Um, And the other thing I quite liked about the crowd is you can tell they're involved in the story when they're going, you tapped out, no, she didn't, Chance, yes, she did. So people are there for the story. And, And like we mentioned earlier, these are two very... I think, they again, NXT always breaks records. The youngest kind of women's match in WWE history or whatever it was and I think both of nice. them themselves yeah. very well.
1: Yeah man, uh it's, it's unbelievable when you think about it, you know, they're what I think you uh if you put their ages together, you barely get over fifty, I think, at this point or whatever. So like, yeah, man, twenty four and nineteen, uh uh I, my mouth could be off. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna lie. But anyway, don't <laughs> matter. The point is they're young.
0: Like, yeah, forty three. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. So not even 50. That's my point. You you got me. You understood. I, did, I, I, and I didn't the
0: together. That basically... There you that, go. The, yeah.
1: There you go. Both of them make a... Thank you. That's what I needed. I needed a reference. Anyway, I, I, like I said, I never was good at me. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, man. It's so young to be so solid here, man. And I thought, like you, uh, like you mentioned, man, uh, to already be in this spot, just kind of... For Theo to be in this spot at 19, not even 20, speaks to her potential. I think everybody at this point gets it. If you watch enough of this and you've seen her, her go, I think even in this match, she had moments where I was like, "Wow, this is this is pretty cool." And I think Tiffany led the way kind of in this one, so to see her in that spot already too was really cool for me because again, I think what just this time last year whatever, she was still just developing or whatever, so to see her already on top and kind of leading leading it. And I thought whoever put the match together, or if they did it, the psychology in this one was so great. You know, like you said, the work Tiffany did on that back throughout the match, we I kind of just knew it was going to lead to something. I didn't think it would be a Boston Crab. I actually liked the other submission host she did earlier that kind of made it look like she was breaking mm. Thea's back. I kind of wish she went back to that or you know, or maybe you know, uh, something, a, you know. But again, it wasn't nothing I would have just wrong. Just taking
0: across face. I mean? You know what I mean? Just saying. that say it too,
1: that too. But it, anything point. that rich back on the back would have worked. You know what I mean? Anything. But it, it, it's fine. I won't. I won't. I won't be too hard on her. Even though the only thing you will, I will admit, and I know you're probably gonna get on it, but with the Boston crab or whatever, and <laughs> she she was fine once she kept it like when she was just sitting on her, like when she but it's like she didn't want to maintain it. I guess for dramatics. And that's the thing that took away from him throwing the tile because it's like, <laughs> hold on, now. it doesn't even look that excruciating yet. She couldn't even really get it, get it clean as she wanted to, and it's she like, went to
0: back. <laughs> and yet he threw yeah. the yeah already. Like she went to readjust. right? Like, no, she did not too much paint. No, dude, hold, no, not, not,
1: not, no. <laughs> and and that made Andre look bad. You know what I'm saying? It's like if it would have worked out, and you could have been like in a line tamer position or something, maybe. You know, maybe you can see, uh, you know, it will make more sense. And then, you know, it had to be in there maybe a little bit longer, but it worked out. They they were in there a while. She worked the back completely, you know. Even though Thea also has some pretty good hope spots in there, working the arm. And uh, so, you know, the throwing in the tile part to save her from herself works it makes sense from a coach's perspective. But I love Duke's reaction. We'll talk about what happened. With the, we'll talk about the fallout from this mm-hmm. too. Uh, later, and I, you know, that that was an interesting thing to think about. But yeah, man, you can see that this is going to probably lead to something for Chase. You going forward, but I love this match, man, because it was much better than I, I I expected. So that might be why my rating is what it is, because uh, I just really was high on it from the beginning. Because I, maybe I'm just impressed because I know where these two come from when it comes to quality in the ring. Like we talked about, 2.0 had a lot of two minute matches. You know, nowhere near the quality that they are starting to go into. And when you think about how far Tiffany and Thea, for that matter, have come and what they did here, I thought this was pretty special for both of them, man. And I came away from this liking both ladies more. And I think that's that's pretty much the goal. You know, I think if you can come back looking at the heel and say, Tiffany looked really smart here. Like, that's, a, that's the first match where I was like, Tiffany seemed very, very smart in this match. You know what I'm saying? And, and then Thea seemed like, you know, like she had a lot of heart. And I think that's the that's the result that you really wanted in the end, even if the the crab and the finish wasn't perfect. So I still ended up on four and a quarter. I really loved it.
0: Yeah, I gave it a four. Well, I get 3.95, but your argument, I'm going to pump it up to four. Because, uh, like you said, it was it was good stuff from two talents that were only really going to get better. You know, you, like yeah, you said, dude. When you've got no offense to like a JCJ or a Dana Brooke, where you can see where the development is needed. right with these, it's just experience, if you know what I mean. So, there is exactly uh, they just
1: need to be in this spot yeah. more. And again, with that, that age, we can be watching them for the for the by the time one of them are 43 and they'll still yeah, well, be yes, doing it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but more importantly, prediction wise, Jaxie gets her first point. We all went Tiffany. Boing. So, yes, Jax is off the mark on one. I'm on three. Monty Gina cannot be separated on four at this moment in time as we move on to the main event. And I tell you what, I love the big fight music when they're making their way to the ring. You know, it's just what it should be. For the NXT Championship, Carmella yeah. Hayes versus Leah of us, Vic Joseph said, Destiny versus Dynasty. And the Czar came out with, of course, the red contacts uh, with Vic Joseph again saying he was seeing red. We see a Dusty Rhodes quote was played to hype up Melo before he appeared. Get a dream, hold on to it and shoot for the sky. He is him. Now, has Mello got the best entrances at, like a PLE event? Because it seems every time he's just bringing it as well. Like The entrance is entertaining of some matches. I liked his entrance more than the yeah. combat match. Like,
1: you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, no, no. To be fair, I 100% agree with you. And you know what the funniest thing about it? It reminds me, and this is an, un- an unnecessary Braun shot, but it has nothing to do with him. But when Braun was coming out and breaking himself, <laughs> everybody. Every, every made a bit i was like, oh no, they're, they're doing, they're doing way better than that era when he just had to break something every time. So yeah, no, he's he's been killing it. I love his interests. and even now this time without Trick Williams kind of narrating and hyping him up even more too, he still felt big time. So again, he just he got star man written all over.
0: Yeah, well, this is the thing. He didn't have Trick. He had Dusty Rhodes kind of hyping him up, like he said, you can't get more. had <laughs> right, like, more. Like it's totally that, getting anyway. bigger. Yeah,
1: um <laughs> like that, you know he had bitch since the beginning. Oh, the greatest superstar of all time. That's what's gonna be like, literally the next, the next one. But uh, right.
0: <laughs> as for the match, the filling out process, which you know it's a big match. I always used to say this, even back in the day. You know it's gonna be a nice, long, and important matchup when they start with the filling out process. You know, and you see them testing each other. uh and then began picking apart the. You don't want to hear it, but he did. Uh, but the physical war was everything it promised to be. Eir Dragunov turned the chest of Carmelo Hayes red early and didn't stop chopping. Melo Superkick Dragunov into the ropes. He rebounded with a Constantine special. He followed up with a forearm smash and a hamlock submission that Liddy forced a tap out. Uh, and then we just, again, the match built and built and built. And then we just went into this crazy zone. Ilya went for a coast-to-coast and caught with a code-breaker. And fuck me, man. Ilya bounced. Like, have you ever seen a guy, like, oh my God. flip inside? It was incredible. Like, how the fuck can you do that? Yeah. Just, that
1: sale was insane. And then he had enough energy to drop Melo on his head. Sort
0: of power right after that. <laughs> nothing but net, but Dragunov caught the powerbomb. You're going, fuck me, in the forearm smash. Didn't get the job done. And that wasn't enough because he went up top and Melo caught Dragunov with a top rope cutter. It's like, who <laughs> takes that? Who? T- Sweet baby Jesus. Uh, when, oh, my God. When it looked like neither could go further trick williams and this is why i've called him the best corner man and found his friend and hyped him up uh, but as he was doing it yeah he had <laughs> tricks going the NXT top with his hand and go this is what you've got this is what you're fighting for the czar didn't see it and dived into the champion at ringside and ran right into trick and the NXT championship instead now you might say well why didn't he notice you see, Dragonoff, he goes head first into a table at the last <laughs> event. You know, he's not—he doesn't care what's there. He don't um, care. No. <laughs> unfortunately, though, that he was shot a, out of a cannon, man. Yeah, that's what I am saying. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, though, as he got back in the ring, the champion, the champion, hit nothing but net to win and retain. Ooh. And man, all I got to say, Bron and Mello, this wasn't. This is NXT, man, isn't it? Man, yeah, man. This is special, bro.
1: This was so special, like you said. They started off slow, and they just kind of built it from there, and they it picked up. And in an typical Dragon fashion, he beat the hell out of Melo, man. <laughs> he, was, he was just whooping. And I, I, I hinted at it early, but that's what, like, I've watched uh, Dragon beat up people, but for the most part, especially in the, in his run. He always takes just as much. Like I'm watching him with Jordan Devlin, watching him with uh just DiJack, or even the match with the great match he had with Breaker. Just talking about recent, but if we go back to NXT UK, of course we uh, with Walter and all of that. You know, again, he, he usually take just as much damage as he dished out. In this match, like Melo fought back, but it didn't. It did not measure up to the way Dragon was beating him up. Like, oh my goodness, like. And I think, again, I came away from this match for the first time in Melo's career saying, wow, Melo looks really tough in this one, just for surviving a lot of the stuff that he survived in this one, man. Then they mixed in their athleticism with the big spots, you know, as the match picks up. It was just fantastic. And to watch this match develop into what it was, like you said, with those spots that we talked about earlier and just looking at the heart that Melo and Dragonoff had to show. The physicality was there. The crowd was into everything they did, and it only got better as things going on. And again, like I said, watching them be the aggressor, you 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 mentioned it earlier. I'm down. At first, I wasn't so sure. But I'm down with Dragunov just walking around beating the hell out of people <laughs> and just taking it yeah. too far. You know, just, red contact and just... You know, <laughs> now the thing is right now we have a lot of bad guys running around beating up people. But, again, are any of them as tough as Dragunov? Like, no. Like, he's already beaten Dijak. He's already beaten Badass Breaker. So I just think having off. And Dragunov is not much bigger if he is bigger than Melo. I don't think he really is. I think he's, like, a little shorter, but I don't know. But that's my point. For him to be not that big and to pack that much of a punch and, like, to still be that intense. And uh, making Melo look like a million bucks for finding a way to overcome him. And then the same thing for the Dragon for finding a way to just kick out of some of the stuff that happened. You know, again, it was just, man, he's a force of nature. That's the best way I can say about Dragon Ball. He fights like a force of nature, and it's unbelievable that he fights the way he fights at that size. Because you couldn't tell that he's not a super heavyweight at times, the way he hits, You just can't tell. So this was brilliant, man. It was just perfect for me. Melo went toe-to-toe with the toughest man, by far the toughest man to me in NXT. And he survived, man. I want him to do it again, some way, shape, or form. Let it cool off. Don't have to rush. But they have to do it again down the line. And maybe Dragunov do needs to be the guy to eventually get Melo. But it's just not to be right now. Just not, not yet. I love this, man. I, it was perfect for me, man. Five stars, no doubt.
0: Yeah, well, this is the thing. Like, It reminds me a little bit of when, like, when Shawn Michaels won the world title. And they were going, oh, no, he's too pretty, you know. It's, we need a little bit of toughness. So he put him in a ring with mankind, yeah. you know. And like I said, at Mind Games, will be a roof off of Right. Place. And this is, like you said, this was, this was Hayes' showing everybody, no, he can go with someone like Dragunov. And there is no one like Ilya Dragunov. Like... Uh, it, Again, we've got Gunther yeah. on the main roster, as we know, but for mm-hmm. Gunther's still quite an intimidating figure, you know, like I said, size-wise. Right. With the uh, And again, I hate mm-hmm. to say it, I hate to say it, but I get, like, hints of Benoit off him. And not, not in the kind of, like, oh, yeah. technical way, but, like... You know, like diving right. headfirst and in splitting tense. yourself open. Yeah. Just you know what I mean, like yeah. giving a fuck and in I'm, that way. Like he'll rip you apart, and he don't care what happens to himself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, like is, yeah, the, you know the few things you don't do. You don't spit in the wind. You don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't try and chop Ilya Dragonoff. But Melo was like, <laughs> "Do you know what? Let me let me try it." And <laughs>
1: <laughs> he <laughs> paid.
0: But he is just this. F- Visceral, guttural kind of emotion and just physicality. Yeah. They like the the dude became number contender off one match. You know, the match against jack and that was at that point. Like, oh, you're yeah. number on the contender now. You know, like I said, we need the way those two meshed to have kind of. I don't want to say your world meeting my world because it's both our worlds. Right? Do, do you know what I mean? Like the, the kind of mm-hmm. the way it worked so well. Uh, and again, mellow as good as a guy across the ring from him. He's proved this now in NXT right. that, you know, you, you put him in a ring with V, you put him in a ring with a ricochet, he's going to be great at this. What he needs to do to get to that next level is how to proper carry someone, you know, like he did with Brom. But right. again, that is, I'm sure, Michael's kind of angle. To, you know, like it takes a very special talent to be able to carry mm-hmm. other wrestlers. But as for Mello and his title run... Like yes, I was upset. Ilya didn't win, but man, Mello looked like a fucking gr- looked great. Everybody looked great from this situation, and like I said, when yes. it works, it works. You know, I
1: hundred percent agree. Like every like everybody came out just looking strong. Like, even Trick as a corner man or whatever, like he just looked very very smart. He didn't even do anything cheap because I was I was worried. I was like, I hope he don't. Don't don't do anything or don't turn on Melo right now. I was like, please don't decide yeah, that you yeah. that you that this is the time for this. Like they're they're cooking right now. This is too special <laughs> for a finish like that. So, like, yeah, man, even if Dragon would have won, I would have came away from this instead said five stars because even though I thought Melo showcased the toughness and did everything he needed to do, like you said, it's just nothing like Dragon Like, I honestly came away. I think I tweeted it out that same night. I was like, if you don't look at – if you have never seen off fight and you can't – like, you think he's not a top ten wrestler in the world? Like, seriously. And i I watch wrestlers from everywhere. And I honestly think – and it's, it's always tough. The top ten is fluid in professional wrestling. Sometimes some people slide in, some people slide out. It's like – it's really like, how is it going right now? Right now, I'll take off over a, ho- a, a host of people. Like, you know, in any promotion because it's just – like you said, you just can't teach what he has. It's just – Everything about him is just different.
0: <laughs> just yeah, and, you just can't teach it. you know it's gonna come. And that's the other thing about it's like Yeah. It it is just incredible. Like someone
1: He hasn't let me down yet. Oh
0: my <laughs> word. What a match. Like I said, five stars all round. And again, fuck Dave Meltzer. but predictions for this <laughs> final scores, Monty coming up. Well predictions if you know or not Jack C. Went for mellow. I went for the Dragunov Monty. Oh, well, Gina, what you do? You went mellow. <laughs> Gina, it, it went Elia Dragunov. So the yes! final scores. <laughs> I know. Uh, Jaxi got the last two. So she was, I mean, if this was a 12 match card, she'd probably win. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> went, you know, Build a momentum towards the end. I went with my heart and ended on three. Uh, Gina ended on four, but pushed you all the way. Monty on five, so another bonus point and oh, another right. NXT win. I th- Do you know? I don't think I've won an NXT this year. i would have to look back, but I, I really don't. Like you have been on, you've been on fire, baby. That's the Rhodes, baby, you've been <laughs> on fire. Monty's been on fire with the predictions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good one. That's pretty
0: good. Yeah, well, that's, a really, that's a pretty good
1: one. Uh, I, all I can do is just say, I told you guys, my my end of the year predictions are shit. <laughs> I'm taking this seriously. I need to, I got to win as many of these specials as I can. Because after what happened last year and how Jackson just shot up because of all. Those- it's going to work for me. So, I need to, I need to have some type of lead. <laughs> we'll see. But, hey.
0: Speaking of lead, you do take the lead on the bonus league now. So, Jax Gina oh. on 11. I'm on 14. You're on 15. And do you know something as well, Monty? Not to put pressure Woo. on the predictions you're about to give in about 10 minutes' yeah. time. Yeah. I'm already
1: but, feeling that, by the way.
0: <laughs> if you win that, you will then be in the lead of all three prediction leagues. And it will be the first time someone has done that other than me in the last six <laughs> years. All right. So you oh, have a chance to make podcast history. Uh but no pressure. As for Great Don't American Bash, uh, we talk <laughs> about Matchula and I obviously main MVP for me was so difficult. So I'm gonna ask you first because I'm probably gonna pop out my answer. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, uh, it's it's tough.
1: It's really, really tough because, like you said, you know, it was a lot – not only did we have a lot of good, fun moments, and I thought a lot of people came out of Great American Bash looking better. Uh, I just couldn't – after that main event, I could not give it to anyone other than Carmelo, man. I, I just thought he gained a lot in my eyes when it comes not, – and not that he needed to gain much to me, but it just – when he, he just looked tough. Again, it gave – like you said, it gives you – a guy who's a pretty boy or a guy who's confident, cocky, and all of that, athletic, now he has a match that you can point to and you can be like, no, this is his edge. You want to see his edge in a match or how much damage he can take? Here it goes right here. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I just thought – honestly, I just want to give it to both of them because, you, you know, you need a dancing partner in this situation. But Melo is definitely uh, my MVP in Dragon Off is right there
0: with me. Well, I've given it to Anita Dragonoff. So, again, it it works out you really well, I suppose. Like you said, <laughs> Perfectly. That <laughs> guy with that performance, you can't give it. But, like I said, Mellow again, Wesley uh, was fantastic. Uh, that kickoff mm-hmm, match Wesley. as well, all eight were great. Right. In there. Like I said, really, really good way mm-hmm. to start. Uh, the family, like I said, Blair rocks. The only thing stopping this... Uh, stopping this event for beginning yeah. timer is that fucking cool. Right man. in the middle. I know. So so what are you gonna score it? Because I'm gonna score it. I'm still gonna score it good, but again, it's it's it, it was so close to being like one of the greatest shows. Yeah,
1: man. I think I would have gave it like honestly, if if you if you just take it out, not not replace it, just take it out. You get like a nine point five, maybe, you know, something like in that range. It's like that's how good it is as far as the quality of stuff we get. But I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back a whole entire like point, maybe, and give it like eight and three quarters, maybe. At no, I'm gonna give it like eight and a half. Yeah, eight and a half. I'm gonna go back. Cause as much as I enjoyed a lot of it, it was definitely still some uh some stuff there and that match really shouldn't have even been here when you think about all that it actually accomplished. Like the only thing looking back on it it accomplished was making Stevenson look worse than he did before his debut. So it just really didn't help anything. It didn't even, even it didn't establish Corbin's new character. Really. It didn't do anything, honestly, other than make him look bad. So that's all the way, like, again, if I could have gave it, if I was disrespectful enough to give anyone performing for my entertainment, negative stars, I probably would have done it, but it wasn't their fault. It was just, they were in a shit situation. Yeah. Anyway, uh, The rest of the card, though, like we mentioned, very strong. Everything was good to really good. And then you got that masterpiece at the end. So, yeah, man, I I honestly came away from this genuinely entertained. And, you know, other than that, that one thing, that one pretty much segment there, everything else was really cool and advanced everything the perfect, pretty much the perfect way, honestly. Uh, And like you said, it's rare that we can get something that strong all the way from the kickoff to the main event, pretty much other if you just omit that one part. Like, it's rare that you get a card like that. But this was really one of those cards. I thought it was still fun. And then the crowd was into the show the entire night. I didn't feel like it was one match that they was, like, not into. And that's kind of cool to see when you think about how uh, NXT is, like, sometimes when they go to these bigger arenas, you wonder, like, is everyone in these arenas even watching the shows weekly or whatever? But Texas seemed to be really into NXT. So I I, I was really happy about this one. This is a really uh, good show.
0: I'm going to give it a nine, and I'm just going to have to cut the points. Like I said, to set up for the show itself, to yeah. be able to see the crowd kind of surround the ring, and even though top section, but the way they did it, it would look packed. Right. And also, to so have a show, and this is going to be a really in factor as well, two hours, 24 minutes. I know we had a kickoff. Yes. You know, which was maybe Agreed. an extra 10 minutes of your time, but for two and a half hours, to get this action, you know, we'll be halfway through an AEW show at this point. You know, like, so it's. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a nine because, uh, like I said, really, really good stuff. NXT is on an upward trajectory. Uh, but we got a final NXT, which is August oh, yes. 1st. The show opened with Gallus attacking the family in the parking lot. Tony D warned that they were dead man walking. <laughs> uh, a match Ray Ripley watched very closely. Live Outcry versus JC Jane. Jane promised to end the fight on commentary. Well, she she promised to end the fight, but she was on commentary at the time, not that she ended You know what I'm Uh, saying. Slapped the
1: hell out of Vic, right? My (laughs)
0: fucking gods. You know, I don't think Vic was expecting that. Uh, Booker's like, fuck me. Try it on me. See what you get. You get a bookend for the table. Uh, Valkyrie's music hit. She then attacked Valkyrie at ringside, ruining her entrance, and Saint pissed me off even more. Leaving a black leaf in the ring, which the ref decided to try and back hill a few times and failed. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Luckily, there was an ad break and it wasn't there when it when well, we came back, so that's all right. But anyway, match. Lyra got the win and showed how good she is and the work Jane needs. Got a to solid do. match
1: out of JC somehow yeah. too. So another another point for Lyra, getting a good match out of
0: JC Jane. You, you can tell she had to kind of slow down a wee bit, but again, like I said, yeah. good, Lyra is yeah, improving. In the locker room, Trick Williams told Carmelo Hayes he needed to do his own thing. Oh Chat- man! <laughs> Challenging ear Eardragon off about help. I mean, it's not going to end well. D- I mean, I don't know if it's about separating Mello and Trick or the fact that Trick is just about to be murdered. Like, what? What's you know? Yes. <laughs>
1: That's the that's the underlying thing here. As much as I love the respectful split and you know no turn no turning and all of that like uh, just imagine if we ever got to see Shaw and Noam get this, you know, you know something like that. But anyway, yeah. Uh it was cool to see them actually do that, but you're right. That's the underlying theme here is like he's splitting up with Melo so he can fight Dragon off with no backup. Ugh. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm I go- wouldn't advise it.
0: I'm going to war. Hold my gun. I won't need it. You know? I want
1: to be my own man. Yeah. you going to challenge that man after what Mello just went through Mello also had a great line. He, I don't know. I think he said it later. But he was like, he can't even breathe in his chest or something. Yeah. Because of, like, so he's still feeling the effects of the chops. And that's who you're going to fight alone? Oh, man. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> I... What the fuck's your problem? Uh, <laughs> anyway, we see Ray Ripley and Dirty Dom celebrating the NXT North America Champions latest victory. Dragon Lee arrived to challenge Dirty Dom. Ray Mysterio appeared on the title to announce be in attendance for next week for the title match. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to that on the next update. Later in the night, Axiom confronted Dom. Uh, who thinks all masked guys look the same, so I assume. Uh, he, right. You know, he's <laughs> like, Completely dad, different. Are you, are you my dad? Like, no, no, I'm Axiom. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, dad? No, scripts. Like, you know, um, again, but the North American title, so many challenges when you think about Ali, Wesley, mm-hmm. Tyler Bay, Axiom, now Dragon Lee. Uh, you know, it's,
1: it's The Axiom like, give up on the cup. You and did he just beat up Scripps one week and said, "You know what? I'm not going back there. Screw down that Scripps bro. <laughs> he, he stopped. He, he gave up on the cup, and and he just said, "Screw Scripps." I got him back. I guess we'll move on. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and again, another thing I liked about the show was Wesley being pissed off or a bit pissed, off, yes, as he got in the face oh, love of Mello in the locker room. Who was frustrated? Dara Mensa made fun of both men until the fight broke out. <laughs> I mean, why? Why would you do it? But I suppose you know you have to. We then get Di versus Eddie Thorpe. Di ended Eddie Thorpe's left arm early. Hard Justice took advantage, Sin his victory with discus boots into his shoulder. Yeah, that will teach you to have a good match on underground. Yeah, Eddie, we're going to chop you out,
1: right? Uh, right. <laughs> like, what was that for? <laughs> like, see, like they—I don't get it, but whatever. Well, you got a great match out of uh, the best match of uh, Damon's <laughs> yeah, career so far. You're getting barred. What the hell is
0: wrong with you? Valentina Feroz and <laughs> Yulisa Leon lost to Electra Lopez and Lola Vice. That will teach you to be good at the premium live event. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't go over. Oh, how dare you? Uh, and if we get Carmela Hayes and Wesley versus Metaphor. Of course, Hayes and Lee could not pull it all together as a team to buy some strong offense. Aura managed to pull Melo into a take, a cardiac kick. He then caught Lee with a super kick setup set up dar for and a Nova roller to win. I'm being really nice because Aura fucks ain't cup. Fans charted it. This yeah. Was, this was a bit. He was
1: trying all- to do his kick he did at the, <laughs> in Texas, and he screwed it up. The dive. He tried to do that, and he just he slipped, I think. Yeah. I-
0: I think right. What we've got to think about here is again we see Mello and Lee arguing about uh, after the end of the match. Mm-hmm. Again, where's Lee and Mello for that uh, NXT title at No Mercy? Yes, fucking hell! Like, Give me that. That's the thing. Uh, should say great entrance for Metaphor. They've got their entrance now. You know, like, I love uh, it. Yeah, 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 I
1: agree. The I silhouettes know. and stuff and how they're posing. Like, no, I love it.
0: And how good is it for Aura, like we said, to be involved with these three guys? You know, like the the talent there uh, to be involved he's only going to learn. You know, Uh, Dar is a future champion of something. That's what I'm going to say. Brock Breaker (laughs) warned Von Wagner (laughs) about stepping up to him. Bron said, "If you think that picture of you as a child is fucked up, wait till next week." Whoa, Bron! Whoa. No, I, 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 I'm
1: so glad they did that because you gave me a hard time. About it. And look at what Bron does weeks later. You cannot tell me I was anywhere as bad as
0: with Bron. Bron's like, "You were no, fucked dumb. up, then you're a freak, and I'm gonna fuck you up even more." Like unbelievable (laughs) Baron Corbin was a prick to fear Hale earlier in the night which led to a match versus Andre Chase Hale did throw in a towel while Chase was stuck in a single leg Boston Boston (laughs) Crab but the referee didn't see she stormed out of the match and then Corbin won with End of Days anyway (laughs) so I'm kind of going you've made Chase look weaker like how is, how is that possible? And then the crowd uh, just giving him a hard time.
1: I'm like, it's not his fault. The boss <laughs> the crowd was shit, okay? <laughs>
0: we, then, we then see a great rocks video of her in Texas. Of course, like you said, because she's so close to home. Uh, we then see <laughs> the schism interrogating the masked men supporting the group. giro uh, revealed he was one of the men under the mask, so... There we go, and then I, for it. I know it's great. But one of the things, when did the Creed brothers kind of get personality? Because that backstage video, yeah. was, like, I know it was stupid, but it was like we're seeing a different side to them. that like, we've never, they actually seem quite entertaining, you know? Right,
1: not, not no, the- I agree. <laughs> the jokes actually landed for a change, you know? <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, they didn't they seem as awkward as they did on the mic, too. I don't know if that was just the best content they've been able to work with or what, but it definitely worked well right there. Uh, maybe it's because it was pre-taped or something that it, it worked well, too, but I don't know, but it definitely worked.
0: <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Um, I mean, Gacy was a little bit off, but fuck him, Schism are done soon anyway. Uh, and after a loss last week, Cora Jade is done, backing up her stuff and deciding to leave Literally. NXT. The generation of Jade wasn't really what she made it out to be, did she? Like, not at all.
1: You know what, though? I hate this because I actually be trying my best for Dana. But see what happens when you lose the Dana, bro?
0: You're like, do you know what? Just quit. Like, I'm just going to retire. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to stay away from public life, become a hermit, just, you know, do all that. Um, yeah, interesting time. And then the main event... We had Gallus versus Tony D Stacks, and a mystery partner. Who would that mystery partner be? Well, oh. long-term storytelling, I hear you call. I mean, because not much. Was I mean? <laughs> this, this, what are you talking about? This, this is this is this is a great pool. Santos Escobar. It. No, well, no. To be fair, they had a couple of good. And like, towards the end, there, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, towards the end. Yeah, you know that's fair. Look, you know, did, but I'm just like he, last
1: time I remember he he made legato split up, split up, and they just went to smackdown. <laughs> at least, at least
0: it wasn't like pretty deadly, bad. you know? Like we're pretty deadly, but right? Like you tried to murder them last time, out, <laughs> yes. I Suppose you know, but Sansos, I love that by the way when they
1: saw pretty deadly. <laughs> yeah, I know, that was fucking pretty, <laughs> wasn't it? That, really that was, was
0: awesome. Hiding in the wheelchair. The crowd shouted, welcome back, after Escobar returned as the third man, yeah. and the three men hugged mm-hmm. after a successful victory together. And I'm going, oh, that's nice. And then suddenly, dragon right. Dragunov, promising <laughs> to take the blood of Trick Williams. <laughs> right. right, you whole
1: move. Trick, you are You're such a happy ending. Yes, and I'm like, oh, my God, Trick, Trick might not get a, a lick. He, he might not get one offensive
0: move. Like, then he's going to kill him. <laughs> it's just like, Oh, Jesus. my God. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to NXT next month for, like, the Dom and Dragon Lee match and, and Axiom and Ali, but, like, not not for that. That's that's going to be rough. Uh But that is NXT this month. And um, Monty, what were your thoughts? I asked every month. What were your thoughts? Because we, like I said, I feel we're on an upward trajectory. If I can say that right, trajectory.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, I agree. Uh, and I love that we're already, you know, I, it seems like all the all the awesome names from WWE history, <laughs> that WWE don't want to use anymore. Like I love it. No mercy is back. Cool. I'm I'm cool with that. i I miss no mercy, man. It just, used to be one of my favorite. Uh at least names for a pay per view right along with Judgment Day. I used to love the anyway, that's a group now, so I guess they probably won't ever do that one again. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, uh but yeah, I love no I love No Mercy as a concept. So I'm really looking forward to the build and like it seems like we're getting there. I I don't think Wesley is gonna turn heel, but I do love the logic. Like he's frustrated, he's losing a lot now. Like, what is that going to bring out of Wesley? Will it be a heel turn? Will it be just a more aggressive uh, side of him? And then, like you said, we got Dragunov is going to probably be running wild. He might want another rematch eventually, especially if he kills Trick, like I'm predicting he probably will. Dom's run every week. So, yeah, man, uh, I can't wait to see what we have going on. Tiffany hinted at uh, naming a new contender, so... What's next there? I can't. I don't know where. I, honestly, I'm trying to think in the women's division who's logically next other than I'm, Roxy. am So I don't know out. if they're going to go there I'm, right now.
0: I'm trying to work out who Blake maybe was taken We're... out. Like trying to. Work That's fair out. too. Like, we've got eight returns. Yeah, coming who can come soon, We. <laughs> like,
1: so who, who, yeah. Who's been attacked yeah, and... yeah, like. So. <laughs> it's a great point. It's a great point. But yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how everything shake out in that in that department. But yeah, I agree. Uh, we're, we're, we're going towards a high point, point. Uh, and I know you can't wait for the Matt Classic that will be Braun Breaker versus
0: Braun Weber. Well, to be fair, we're going to no have...
1: Reaction? No reaction?
0: No reaction? No, no, no. Like I said, I'm going <laughs> to blank that, because we're going to have Bait and Dar for the fake Heritage Cup. So oh, again, yeah. By got... the way,
1: what the fuck? <laughs> what happened to that? What happened to Frazier? They just... He just didn't even... He don't care that Noam <laughs> Dar's <is> defended. <laughs> The phone he he just what happened to XT. him. He just disappeared. He, yeah, no, they didn't there, even was was mention it? him.
0: Maybe, yeah. I Tyler, bring something was... level up this week. I bet you any money. Like, <laughs> let's just put money down right. here. Level up all fucking main event. Like they went something like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: And by the way, Tyler Bacon just go on retreats, uh, <laughs> unannounced. <laughs> that's what he was. That's how they explain him disappearing. Like big... I, lo- that's the one thing I love about NXT. You can just disappear with no explanation. <laughs> With bait, you
0: can like you said, he doesn't pick up victories, he just leaves after losing and then return. Right. He's like Damon Kemp, who will just return and then just yeah. lose again and then disappear again. Like you said, it'll be interesting. <laughs> um, but no, like I said I good, forgot about uh, that. There is good times ahead. Like we said, the, the amount of talent yeah, I agree. that is there, uh, it is interesting times. So speaking of good times ahead, well it is SummerSlam tomorrow night as we speak, so we'll just do predictions, it's been a bit of a longer NXT than normal, but it's only because Great American Bash was so good, but we're on SummerSlam now, Uh, we're going to start with a SummerSlam Battle Royal, so uh, if I go for you, it's only fair, Jackson and Gina haven't given given us predictions yet, so if you go then I go, and then hopefully we're not, you know, they don't listen and copy us. Because, uh, <laughs> right, uh, gotcha. You know, I'm not saying they would, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> <You> gotcha. <laughs> honestly,
1: uh, I feel like it'll be a mistake. Uh, honestly, I think, uh, they're calling it the Slim Jim Battle Royal, so it, it just feels like uh, with the little ad I've been seeing of LA Knight doing all of this promotional work, it just feels like it's meant for him to win. Now, of course, WWE could do what they usually do and just swerve us all just for the hell of it. In that case, I would probably say maybe somebody like Big Bronson Reed. But the big guys don't ever win these Battle Royals as much anymore. It has no stakes. I'm going with LA Knight. Just give them a moment. Why not?
0: I would rather, I would (laughs) say, if it's a Slim Jim, like Jim Duggan to make an appearance, or like a a (laughs) macho man imposter, like, you know, just a Slim Jim. Snap yeah. just at boy. Ooh, yeah. Uh, but I'm doing all the <laughs> wrestling impersonations tonight. Uh, right. LA Night. <laughs> LA Night is the one I'm going to pick. LA Night, yeah. yeah. Uh, up next, and I'm going to take it, and you're going to be surprised. But it's Gumpher versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Ooh. Championship. Now, I'm no idiot. I may look it, I may sound it, but I'm not. <laughs> I know Gumpher is literally. On the precipice of breaking Honky Tonk's record. And what sounds yes. more impressive? Longest reigning little champion, Gunther, a Honky Tonk man. Uh, so, exactly. Come on, man. even though Drew, is, this matchup is going to be, you know, we spoke about Hayes and year earlier. Like, this is the matchup yeah. that's going to steal the show. Like, given time, mm-hmm. given what they can, I'll be interested to see. How the finish goes, whether Drew kind of not get screwed over by Imperium or something like this, because I think he, I don't think he needs that. I think he needs a straight up loss, and then, well, you know what Drew needs to come, come, come from this as well. Uh, what were your, what were your, yeah, predictions for this one?
1: Yeah, man, uh, I, I've been steadfast on this, especially since he's gotten closer. We haven't had anyone even remotely this close and remotely this dominant and still so good no matter uh what situation the story that he's telling is in I think honestly you're hundred percent right. I would love to see him just beat Drew flat out but I honestly think they may go they may they may chicken out on it and still get uh, you know Ludwig uh Kaiser involved or something maybe uh especially since they tried to big him up. Right. Yeah. I, lo- I love the way he speaks. He's been awesome. Right. He's awesome. Uh, But, yeah, uh, he's, even though he is a thief taking Sonata's finisher, I let it slide. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say that. To <laughs> everyone I did that everyone takes everything.
0: Started. You know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't get kids to start. Right. Yeah, exactly. But it, it, it all worked out. And, and I think honestly, I think they're going to chicken out and probably give Gunther uh Not the straight up victory, but yeah, I still think Gunther needs to win this. I would love it if he just power bombs or whatever the the uh, the Marriott finishes that Gunther comes up with. <laughs> However he wants to do it, put Drew down, and we'll see what they do with Drew after that. Be creative, and you know they can always run this back because I'm I'm with you. I think in this match of the year type contender type thing, I think we'll we'll be looking back at this one the same way we look back at the Sheamus and uh, Drew Triple Threat and all of that. I think. This can be that special.
0: Yeah. Uh, what about Ricochet versus Logan Paul? Because like I said, we are expecting saying that there's going to be a couple <sighs> of spots here and isn't there to kind of... Yeah, it's going to go viral. Go so, yeah. you know... Yeah. It, yeah, that's guaranteed. This is the thing, but what... You know, who comes out on top in this one?
1: After the, the last Raw, I really was high on Ricochet doing it, especially when he brought up some Samantha. I was like, you know, to save face for Ricochet, it seemed like that's the way you probably should go. Uh, but I also just thought about it, even though I think I think he beat the Miz, but that's so far in the rearview mirror. I don't even remember. Logan Paul hasn't won any of these. And if there's one guy that you probably can get away with him beating in this scenario, through nefarious tactics, of course, I think he should – he should do something dirty towards the end. Finally, cheat the win. Don't let the, the moment of going viral cost you for the first time. Now, I could be wrong. He don't need the win. yet. he's not like a, a really an active guy. He can always just pop up again and get thrusted into a spotlight. And I think we will all just have to deal with it because he usually uh, performs really well. But this time, I think he's gonna come out on top. I I, I really wanted. I thought of, I really thought about this one longer than I really expected when they uh, when I knew that they were going this way. But I'm going to go with Logan Paul finally pulling one off. I think Ricky Shea is probably going to take the loss here, unfortunately. For him.
0: Yeah, I think that like you talk about that Logan <sighs> has lost too many big matches recently, and it will give him something to gloat about for the next few months. Yeah, well, you know? to be more annoying. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, up next, Ronda Rousey versus Shania Baszler. What worries me is that it said it's MMA rules. Which, again, I'm not saying... Yeah. It, it, this is not going to be a shoot fight. Like, Let's not be silly. But no, a work, no a work shoot fight is awful. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever seen a work shoot. Like, it, 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 <laughs> yeah, it, That's a great point. <laughs> you can't make it. You can't make...
1: I was hoping they went fight pit, man. They didn't want to <sighs> do it. But I was hoping they just went on here and went fight pit. You know, it's Matt what, Riddle style. Or, you know, Sam Rock style. Whatever. But again,
0: like you said, maybe... <laughs> Is if Ronda stayed, and you'd be like, right, okay, they'll do this. But the problem with yeah. an MMA fight, I'm thinking it's for time. This is not going to be more than five minutes, is it? You know? So no way.
1: Yeah, it won't if, be long. No. If that's
0: the case, then Baszler's just going to smash her because that's the only story to tell from this at this moment in time. Yeah, I agree. So I'm going to go back.
1: Yeah, I, I think Shana has to win, and I would not mind it if she just shocks the world and beat the crap out of her. Like, like yeah, just like Ronda puts her all the way over, you know, and, you know, maybe she go for the arm bar early, but that's it. The rest of it is just getting whatever it is, stomped out. You know, you end up getting choked out of me and Whatever you need to do to finish it. But I agree with you, it shouldn't go long, uh, you know. So, yeah, I'm thinking that that's the way to go. Shayna needs this. If they screw this up, and they found and Ronda has extended her contract, and they decide Ronda <laughs> needs to win. Like I'll be pissed. I'm just, I'm right. just serious because this is the best opportunity they've ever had on the main roster, pretty much since she killed everybody in the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> That's the best opportunity they've had to make her look like a badass. They need to make sure she wins.
0: Unless the ref bumps, and then it's look, it's Marina Shafir, <laughs> Marina Shafir, like, oh my there. goodness, <laughs> <laughs> or, Do you know what I mean, like? Uh, Jasmine do for some yeah, reason. Yeah. Thank fuck you, I haven't remember seen her, the other I haven't. one. Thank God. <laughs> I, I was gone there. I, 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 I spent my load there. Oh, um, the WWE <laughs> Women's Championship Oscar versus Bianca Belair versus Charlotte. Has a woman, uh, a <laughs> champion even, been so, you know, the... the Away from the forefront yeah. of this matchup, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, this is not about Oscar. This is about Belair. I've, I'm sh- in the promo video during Takeout uh, during NXT. They said, "Who will be the new women's champion?" Oscar's a champion. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like right. Come on, man.
1: Like, oh my god, that's a good point. I didn't even notice it, but yeah, that's a good point. God. I agree, man. From the beginning of this entire thing, I was hoping because I knew they were leading towards Triple Three, but I thought, okay, they got time. They're going to eventually actually, well, you know, actually make Oscar feel like she is the, or at least holding the prize. That's the thing. It's not even that she's not, don't feel like she's a part of the store. She doesn't even feel like she's actually holding the prizes they want. Like, that's the only, the only thing is she's there. That's the only way it feels. Like, she's there because she's the champion. It's just like, I hate that so, so, so much for her in this situation. Even though we know Bianca and Charlotte is the match that they want to make and they can make down you know, anytime they want, uh, I just think Oscar deserves so much better. And I think, honestly, since she's been out of sight, out of mind, I'm hoping that that's exactly how this match goes. She kind of gets forgotten that, or not necessarily forgotten, but she's in it. But, like, the other other two, Charlotte and uh, uh, Bianca, really goes hard at each other, and then Oscar can take advantage and still come out on top as the champion. And you know maybe you have a cat. I'm, I'm assuming EO is going to do something. She has done everything. Yeah. Like she's tried every single time she's had a chance. It seems like EO has pretty much been involved in this too. And that's another thing. EO has been more involved, or at least more felt more important than Oscar in this situation too. So I wouldn't be surprised if we even we might even get a cash in. But I don't want to go that far to predict that. I think Oscar will win. I'm hoping to do that because honestly, going back to Bianca. She hasn't really even made the character switch completely. I don't think that it's time for that. And please don't do the Charlotte thing. I know she's undefeated in SummerSlam. I get it. I'm one of the people who very, who's always been pretty high on Charlotte. But I, I am also one of those people who know that just leaving, coming back, insert her in the title picture, she wins again. That can't be the only thing you can do with Charlotte. Like, we have to get more creative with Charlotte. Like, give her a faction, like, How any w- something, anything. How-
0: how WWE would it be of Charlotte winning the match and then losing to EO cashing in, just to have that extra? It would be right? exactly. You know what I mean? Like you can just yeah. 15 fifteen-time oh, champion, just, a, just like whatever. Like, <sighs> um, I've right, gone, I've gone the same with yeah. you, Oscar, but I have. I I think EO, I'd say Cash is in. Um, Again, might not. Might be some shenanigans there as well.
1: Yeah, something might screw it up. But she's definitely going to make her prison. Uh,
0: Cody versus Brock Lesnar. Um, I think it's me to go. To, this is a pretty easy one. Uh, so, I'm yeah. going to go Cody. <laughs> and I think we'll move on. <laughs>
1: there's not yeah. really much to yeah, add. Man. Only, there's only one way to go. It's yeah. only one way to go with this, man, because if he lo- if Cody loses this, I mean, what's the point? <laughs> what's well, the point of any
0: of this? Quick question. Do you see a lot of rumors going around? Do you see Bray Wyatt showing up and attacking? Because the rumors are Bray Wyatt's coming back. But then again, it's like the last show, with Rad Yorton's coming back as well now as well. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you see the only way for Cody maybe to get through to Rumble is for Bray Wyatt to show up, attack him, and then have another three or four-month feud? Is that the right choice even?
1: Oh man, honestly, that you've really taken a risk. And I love I'm one of the people who really like Bray, even amongst all the nonsense that he's that that even he's done and not been able to put perform at the greatest and stop and start pushes. I'm a fan, but honestly, I don't think you take that risk, especially with a long term another long term feud with Bray. We have seen the effects that Bray a Bray wire feud, especially with depending on what type of supernatural character he's going to return with. We've seen the effect that that can actually have on people who are really over. Like I'll never forget what happened to Seth Rollins after that feud. He, he literally had to change everything about his character. So I don't, I don't know. I don't think that, I don't think that's the right choice. I wouldn't mind maybe a, a little bit of a feud, but I definitely don't want to see three or four of those matches. Cause I just don't think honestly, we know what the first match is going to be like. Cody's is going to do everything he can. Bray's going to be, pretty much indestructible. He's going to beat him, and then we're going to have to see Cody find a way, or he finds a way to win that one, and then Bray kills him. But again, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we've we already been here. So it's like I feel like I don't know what they do next. That's the thing with Cody. It's like how how much longer can you keep him away from self or whatever when you have this going on? Uh, I don't know, but I just don't think that that's the way to go. They're going to need
0: to... Hello. What happened? Oh, I think we just <laughs> got out quickly, but we did get the majority. Um, that's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh, okay, my fault. Okay. yeah, yeah. No, th- no. I went Cody Rhodes.
1: Cody's winning, and no Bray Wyatt. That's what I said. Cody's winning. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no Bray
0: Wyatt. <laughs> uh, so the next one is uh, the penultimate one to pick is the world heavyweight championship. It's Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. There's a great statistic, which I can't remember. This is the first uh, WWE premium live event to have two world titles defended on it since I'm going to go for Elimination Chamber 2002. That's my shot. I may be wrong. No, what were you Ah. doing? Uh, Yeah, no, that might be right. Yeah, no, no, I'm going to say that because the titles were then unified at WrestleMania. Um, so, yeah. anyway, this is seven years of Triple H. Uh, sorry, not Triple H, of Finn Balor and Rollins. <laughs> this, this is what it's all uh-huh. about. Uh, I mean, what were your thoughts on this?
1: Man, this was really tough for me because as a fan of Finn, a fan of Prince David before he came to WWE. I honestly would love for Finn Balor to walk out as world champion, man. it's just. But could I convince myself that that's what WWE wants at this point in time? Because the imagery is there, especially uh, reminding me, I don't want to compare them to Evolution because Evolution was okay at, went on their best day and then annoying as hell <laughs> all the rest of the time. But it's fine. I, I understood what Evolution was about. So, yeah, you know, you remember when they were all on top of the world. But the thing is with that money in the bank trophy, do you have Finn do it and then immediately pull the trigger on Priest? I don't want that. I don't want Priest to automatically take advantage of Finn. They need to make that wait. And I don't know if if it makes sense for a Priest to just hold on to the briefcase while Finn is just walking around with something he can just cash in on. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, how long can you keep teasing it? Yeah. It's like, how long can you keep teasing it and still be friends? So I think I think Self should. Self is probably going to win. That's another thing too. Self. uh I, th- I think he's only like 70 something days as champion, too. It's just like, or if that, barely 70. So I just don't know if it's time yet to get to, to drop for self to drop this belt, even if the imagery and how dominant judgment day would feel after this would be great for Finn. And I would love Finn to get some revenge here, especially when you think about how he was basically the party you should feel sorry for. But I just don't think that the timing is right. And uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm gonna a, I'm stick with self. I may be playing it safe. Even though throughout the week and throughout this whole entire build, I kind of secretly, as a fan, was like, "Go ahead, do it, you know, give it to Finn because he deserves he deserve it." But this ain't that ain't necessarily what, what we get in this business as fans. Like everybody don't get that run because they deserve it, you know. So I'm go with Seth.
0: My thing with it is, once we've had it at Money in the Bank, why do it again at SummerSlam? You know, why, why have matches? A hundred percent. If it was going to make more sense, you'd have a triple threat match with Priest involved. Even though I suppose there's money in the mm-hmm. bank, winner he doesn't need to be in the match, but that would have been as well as a story. And can't you see agree. Priest and uh, we're looking over Balor and then building that story up for the next couple of months and then not have a No, it, it the can Balor work. Face, I just yeah, it can work. I mean, you're, like I said. Monty, yeah. you are in the lead of two of the three prediction leagues. All right? Believe so in yourself, Monty. I, I understand. But what I'm saying is I'm going Finn Balor. All right? I I'm I love going you. Balor in this one. I I'm telling to, you.
1: I, the
0: analyst wants you to be wrong. The
1: fan <laughs> wants you to be right. I'm it telling
0: like you. Seven years – Battle wins, like you said, and the imagery of all of them with something in their hands, so to speak, Mm -hmm. as well. Um, and, And the question is as well, like we said, with this SummerSlam, is who will have everything in their hands? And the main event, Reigns versus Jey Uso, for tribal combat for the Undisputed W Universal Champion, this has everything on the line as well. And a story that's had over three years' build it's just a shame. Again, I might be wrong, but predictions for this seem a bit obvious for me. You know? Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm I'm on the same boat. But the question is, can Jay if Jay was to win, would we this is the problem. If Jay was to win, would we then accept him as kind of main event Jay Uso? You know, I, I still don't There's think he's at that level. It's gonna be tough.
1: I agree, it's gonna be tough because it, the thing is, we've just been all programmed. When uh, especially uh, when you're just a prominent tag team guy, you know, and uh, even like even with the, the Hardys and all that, I know Jeff Jeff definitely did it, and like he, but it was like it's a different thing. Like they're brothers, but they're not twins. You know what I'm saying? They're not, and they're not as ingrained with each other as the Usos are. And I honestly, this is another thing too. It's it's really it, I broke it down really as simple as this to myself. Do I really believe, after what they've done for the last three years, they're gonna let Roman be pinned by Jay Uso two premium live events in a row? It's like will will they do that? And that's the part where I'm like, I don't I don't know. Again, it's one of those things. Uh, I, I confidently did in the tag match because I knew the belt and everything wouldn't be on the line. But we still I still have not gotten to the point where I'm confident. After what happened to Cody, I don't think I'm confident in saying anybody <laughs> can just beat Roman in these title matches. And then with no rules, like you still have the solo stuff to deal with, but let's say solo is sidelined or that don't even happen. Then I'm like, they kind of, the way Roman's talking, he's playing the season for Jimmy to kind of be jealous of Jay. And I'm like, don't tell me Jimmy's going to come back and attack his brother. And I don't think that, I don't hope that's not going to happen. I hope they stay together and they're fine. But you never really know, honestly. You just never know the twist and turn that this storyline has taken. And uh, I don't necessarily want that to be it, but I, it's just really tough, man. I, like you said, I can't get, definitively say that it'll work out for Jay because I feel like if Jay wins guess what? I don't think he's going to have it long. I think he'll lose it you know, right back, You know, honestly. It'll be one of those things. Or kind of like what happened to Kofi. As much as I love Kofi, we all know he did not get his due uh when he got over that mountain uh, and that's because at the end of the day when you have a stigma as a guy, he always has that achievement, but the run wasn't that special or that memorable in the end because was, the company didn't necessarily ever feel like he was that guy and if you're going to take the belt off Roman Reigns after everything he's he done I feel like you got to have everybody the entire world and the machine behind you pretty much at this point, and I just don't know if Jay is quite there, but it would be a nice story, like as a fan again Beautiful. I love it. It'd be perfect. You know, right where we kind of started off after Jay took all this abuse. it will be perfect as a fan. But, again, WWE don't necessarily do <laughs> the thing that would make you just happy as a fan. You know what I'm saying? More and chance. that's why I was like, no, nah, I'm going
0: wrong. There's more chance, like you said, of Jimmy coming out and super kicking Jay and then... Exactly, and breaking our hearts, right? <laughs> new Bloodline, you know, the new Bloodline t-shirts yeah. on sale, you know, like, fucking hell. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. again, like you said, it, uh, as we as were talking about in press conferences months ago, they're, they're in the they're only in chapter, you know, uh, early innings, so to speak, so if there is right. bigger stories to, to tell, but again, I love the fact, you know, like I said, Jay's getting an opportunity uh, here. Mm-hmm. Will we see of a Randy Orton or even Cabray white to be involved here, so the, the thing about SummerSlam last year, we had big return, you know, with Bailey coming back. I mean, that was mm-hmm. damage control a year ago now, man. Like, where does that year go? Ooh. I don't know, but All right. so we should be expecting something like this um, at SummerSlam and again, but we're in a good place at the moment. We talked about NXT. With WWE it's still, it's positive. Like we said, we're going to go probably into the women's mm-hmm. stuff more once... Uh, Dino here, and not just because you know they're women, because we've been doing this right. like two fifteen, and if we start talking about that, we'll probably be yes. into about three. So uh, yeah, no, f- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let's not, let's and, not. Do and this. SmackDown literally starts in like half hour, so we wanna right, <laughs> we yeah. No like, I'm dedicated to you. It's half twelve. I need sleep. Like Yeah, bless you, man. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know how you're still going at this rate. Oh, um, hey, mate, you know what I'm saying. Well, this is the thing: because of Summerslam, uh, because of yeah. the NXT, Great American Bash, great wrestling gets the content. Through. If this was 2.0, this show would have been an hour. Oh Christ! Listen to if the podcast. Just... Listen to the podcast back in 2018. <laughs> Fucking hell, there's there's a difference <laughs> from then to now. You know. Uh but I think that is right. it. We've basically covered everything. Don't forget, of course, all social media, Twitter at the WNR podcast, I'm at the can find the entire Debnar team on the Twitter banner. Monty, where can people find and listen to you because you've been delving deep into the G1?
1: Yes, I've been somehow finding the way. I've kept up the entire way. I'm all the way through night twelve. I got reviews. Uh, you know, my latest review is nights ten through twelve. I'm breaking down all the action, match by match. It's literally my pinned tweet. So like you said, go to the Twitter banner of the Double Dubonar or go to Um, You can click my pinned tweet. You can click the link in my bio and uh, go to my uh, link tree and go to Apple or go to Spotify, however you listen to podcasts. Listen to my latest podcast. You'll be caught completely up on the G1 because we have an important weekend coming up as all the blocks A, B, C, and D are finalizing over the next four shows and then we uh going into next week we'll, we uh, we on the, like I think next weekend pretty much we will have the finals of wrapping everything up it's been a long road it's been a lot of early mornings for me late nights editing but it's been a fun it's revitalized the way I feel about just sitting around watching pro wrestling as the G1 seems to always do I think it just picks me up throughout the middle of the year it gets me ready for the second half of all the rest of the wrestling that I have to <laughs> tackle for the rest of the year. So uh, it's a fantastic stuff. And uh, it's been fantastic. And I've broken it all down. I've been completely honest, even about the stuff that's been shit, because it's been some shit in the G1. It has, everything has been great.
0: Yeah, so,
1: evil. please give evil. it a list. Yeah, I Y'all
0: mean, that's yeah, Yano too. Oh my God, Yano. Hey, no, do you know oh. what though? Yano. Like, okay, because I want to go off on peace here, but I, I'm up to night six now, so I'm I'm slowly, okay. I'm slowly catching yeah. up. Uh, but I've never laughed so hard at Toriyanu and Zack Saber Jr. <laughs> like no, those two guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's that is something, you know. Um, oh
1: my goodness, Shane Hayes makes me wonder why the hell he was ever jack every time he talks. Jesus, Christ. damn, but I little Shane. I tell you that
0: is it. Oh, Henare as well is the guy. Like, from, oh yeah, uh, oh my so goodness, many standout moments. But yeah, so definitely yeah. listen to Monty doing that, and we'll cover the G one as well. Hopefully, in the end of August. But it double us N-O, on Facebook and all Instagram right. across all Google platforms. our N-O podcast at gmail.com, podcast with your latest clips, podcast got at the same time, on YouTube, we do SoundCloud, on your phone, also Spotify and iTunes, making. can download, subscribe, rate and review there, so yes, our next episode, will be next weekend, the entire team is here, Monty will be rubbing it, in our faces, I suppose, about his prediction wins, as we look at, SummerSlam 2023, but till then, I've been James, Reynolds, was joined by, the mind of Monty, we've got a little bit longer, but I think it's been worthwhile today.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Longer, but still just as much fun as the as the short NXT podcast. Like you said, we have great stuff to talk about. It, just, it, it makes these conversations flow really well. Always a good time, man. Yeah,
0: without a shadow of a doubt. Well, thank you, and thanks for listening, everybody, and bye.